when you get to the end and it looks like fucking, yeah, like beef gravy. <laughs> Yeah, can't wait. Fucking love it. I've done all my crimbo shopping. Oh, God. 
Nice to start. He's not done, not done right. any. Enough for, right, enough for this fucking shit. <clears throat> enough for this shit. Right, fucking, what, so what's happening? What's happening? We need to do it. We need to say that we've got a special guest fucking... We've got a, a, a master of ceremonies, some might say. Fucking specials, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh, the MC Live Lee to, uh, to the MEC Dreamscape is what he is. What are we saying? Who, who, who forgot? Oh, introduce me, boys. It's fucking... It's only fucking Matt Borman, isn't it? Isn't it? The, the old tea bag sucker himself. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I didn't right. realise you got levelled up to the breadmaster instead of breadman. <laughs> when, when did that happen? Recently, I think. Was this was this a you thing or was this a, a thing thing? I think it's when someone was telling me what a good GM I am. Maybe. Fucking hell. Levelled up from games master to breadmaster. Fucking I GM. Boy, do that thing with the um, do that thing with the fucking tea bag down. I'm going to get a snip of it and we can use it as the. Uh, Episode cover. Like there we go. Oh, we got it. We've got it. Oh, that's fucking amazing. Right. <laughs> let, I'm going to get this. I'm going to, right. Save as. <laughs> this is a lot of technology coming down from you now, Paolo. No, you've, got, you've got to get that to somehow. You're going to get it to the computer, to the phone. Mate, I've just like realized. Oh, I don't know how to do that. It's like he's actually realized. hacking his shadow room. I've got a fucking snip and sketch that I have in work on my home laptop. How amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course you have. Snip it. How, yeah. how would you not have snip that? I don't know. I, don't know. I thought it was for I just thought it was for work. It's <laughs> 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 a fucking Microsoft thing, you bell <laughs> It's all some fucking high-tech software, mate. Yeah. I've just discovered that. Yeah. Well, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm you don't work night. for Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> right, fucking. So that was a, a that was a pretty shit intro, actually. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> right, was- yo, welcome to Middle Earth Crisis, the Christmas special. Ding 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 ding. It is currently the twenty fifth of November. Not very Christmasy on our part, but we're going to record it in bits with some different special guests. And first up, we have... The specialist of all special guests. Uh-huh. I have to say he's a special guest because he, I came from his loins. It is the bread <laughs> the bread master himself, Mark Boardman. All right. <laughs> How are you doing? Nothing, guys. How are we doing? Lovely. Dream. Lovely, stuff. lovely. I don't know Absolutely why we lovely. invited you to the podcast because you don't do fucking now to do with Warren, no. do you? No. But uh, yeah, we're, we're branching out. It's Dungeon Punk's light now. There's a little, there's a smattering yeah, of other yeah. games. No, this is Dungeon Punk's is their uh, middle of crisis light. Yeah. <laughs> the main, you're the main podcast now. <laughs> that is actually a off. Hang on. and a bit weird. There you go. You shouldn't be able to hear that heater now. That was a powerful one. Just sort of stuff. Not been carried all day. Been out of sight, so I had to stick the heaters on before I came in. All right, then. We, we'll get a fucking started. Yeah. So, first thing on our, uh, our our itinerary is just to thank everyone. Um, for donating and helping us out with the charity oh, thing. So, so let me just double check how much we raised. Sorry, ooh, ooh, ooh. we did. Uh, oh, that's a number I can't work out right now. So it was six hundred and eighty-seven pounds <laughs> fifty. Uh, we Fucking donated hell. to the Panker Centre, which, like, it is nowhere near what I thought we were going to get. So, thank you so much, what? everyone who fucking. What, more or less. Well, what do you think? Fucking hell, well more than yeah, I thought we were going to get. To be it is mental. Yeah, man. that's a that's a lot of cash for them. To be fair, so yeah, should thank be proud you of so yourselves, much for honestly. Everyone. Yeah, fucking everyone should be proud, proud of themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. community effort in it. Proper community effort. Yeah. It was I mean, a community effort. 
<laughs> we were literally um, just expecting us two fucking idiots to be like doing a raffle to 10 people. Um, yeah, and then when it. people started fucking chiming in saying they wanted to help, they wanted to donate, they wanted to paint some yeah. stuff, it was literally like it almost brought a tear to my eye. Like in this yeah, fucking yeah. world of hate, like everyone's just getting on board to do something good for a change. It's fucking mega. So shout out to every single one of you who helps us. Definitely. Mm. Loads of the stuff obviously came to my house, all the donations and stuff. And- <laughs> Fucking hell, they were unbelievable. Yeah, really were. 100%, yeah. You should be so proud of yourselves, and thank you to everyone who contributed to that. 100%. I think we're going to have a couple of lads who did donate prizes on the podcast. Um, this episode oh, no. it'll be, because it's our Christmas episode. So, yeah, so hopefully a couple of the lads will come on, and uh, we'll just have a chat about with them, really, and then uh, thank them on live for you all. Uh, right, yeah, so a big thank you to everyone. Um, and hopefully... Um, this would encourage other people to try and get some charity stuff sorted. You've seen how easy it is. Me and fucking Paolo can do it, so anyone can do it. And, <laughs> yeah, if, and if you need help true. or anything, just give me and Paolo a shout. We'll have you on the podcast or whatever. We'll shout it out for you, whatever. But yeah, just uh, I hope that's like um, inspired some people to just see how easy it is. Really, you can. It's so easy to do. You can all do it yourselves. And yeah, and and thank you, you to Owen as well. Yeah, totally. It's all right all. I forgot to watching you two, watching you two do that draw, I thought it was going to be fucking chaos. It was actually good. <laughs> it, was all right. it actually it worked, didn't it? We, we were totally yeah. expecting it to fucking just, yeah, just fall apart. But it, it went all right, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So nice one, lads and girls. Yeah, well done. Right. So what the fuck's next? Are we on fads already? Fuck. I don't know. Are we on fads? Can we do fads? Do Matt fads, Borman, man. what is your? Have you thought of a fad? Because Connor was definitely. Oh, mate. He needs a bit I of breathing have, I always have a fad, me. Yeah. I'm always fadding. <laughs> I just want... Um, so, I don't, I don't know if I spoke about Last Kingdom before on the, on Dungeon Punks, but... No, uh, you haven't. I just smashed out uh, Last Kingdom again. Uh, I watched it... Um, I watched the first series when it was on TV, and then I thought I'd watched them all, and then a couple of months ago, I went on Netflix, and I was like, looking through, and I was like, you know, when you go through the episodes, I was like, ah. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. I recognise that. I'd only, I'd only yeah. seen the first series, and and so I, I watched all. I think it's all three or four series. I was like, "Fuck, that was well good." And I said to Jen, "Oh, you need to watch this. It's dead good." So she started watching it. So I watched it again, like straight away afterwards. So I watched it like back to back twice, just because she was rewatching it. Fire! It's dead good. Did you it's get really... more from it watching it the second time? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched it, and Gabriel watched it, then me and Jen watched it again. Really? So just, just from the little bits I've watched, it does seem cool, but when I tried to sit down and watch it with Laura, I just kept falling asleep. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. I mean, it might have been because I've seen it already, because I watched it mm. reviews, but... I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit cheesy. It's probably not very realistic. It's really... Yeah, but it's supposed to be, it is supposed to be cheesy. Yeah, yeah, it's I a think. bit tongue-in-cheek. It's a bit of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. almost playing to camera a little bit. It's really... What good. is yeah. it? I've, I've never heard so of it. It's set... It's set in like it's a book. I think it's a book called Saxon. Yeah. I think. Something yeah, it's, like it's that. by that guy. Is it Bernie Bernard Cornwall? Is it or oh I'm Bernard Cornwall? Sure. Yeah, he writes historical fiction. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's that. It's, it's, it's one of his series. So it's about a a Viking that um comes. Well, it's not. It's about an Englishman who gets whose family gets killed by Vikings, and he becomes a Viking. But then yeah. he Alfred Alfred the Great as like a um like a. Uh, mercenary or whatever fighting over vikings and it's just his life like over like 30 years in england and, and like helping alfred to unite all the tribes into into britain ah 
It's it's dead good. It's dead good. It's really good. It's cheesy and it's like you know obviously bullshit because this one fella's doing like loads of stuff with his like little band of men or whatever. But no, it's sick. So yeah, I watched that and then I've, and then like my dogs when they come back from a walk, Jen Jen works nights. Gabriel will always put something on the telly for him to watch, and we have like Brooklyn Nine 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 and um, <laughs> Parks and Rec. And then recently, Gabriel put on put on Arrested Development for him. I haven't watched it for ages, and just rewatching the odd, like I'll come in and a little bit of it will be on, and I'll sit down and I fucking just forgot how funny it is. Those first like three series, I know it goes off the rails on series four or whatever, but those first three series are so fucking funny. So I literally good. never watched that. I think it probably, put, it. it probably put me off it because you and Gabriel were obsessed with it. And I, it was your little thing, and I was like, I'm not fucking watching that. It's, it's so fucking... good. <laughs> like, like fucking, um, uh, what do you call him? The Fonz from Happy Days is like a... Harry Winkler. Like, yeah, he's like a useless lawyer. And then in like one of the late series, Chachi from Happy Days is like another lawyer. It's such a good like call, call back to a totally different series. Yeah. I, of them as lawyers and oh David Cross and um Will Arnett and oh mate it's so fucking good. Michael Serra is is the like oh, yeah, I forgot Michael Serra's in it. Yeah yeah that's like his first thing I think I should so, give it a watch yeah, yeah, it, watch, yeah if you haven't watched it it's not watching it from so it's farcical but it's so fucking what's funny. that old dude called like the guy with the grey hair who's a bit mad what the dad is that yeah yeah what's he called yeah, what's the yeah. actor um I can't remember George yeah, I see him in loads of shit and I always think he's funny. Yeah, it's well good. It's really good. Have you never seen it, Paolo? I've never, mate. I tell you what, what we'll do, we'll watch like the first couple of episodes before the next pod. Um, Me and Connor both just sit down oh, and watch I'm not it. Di- no, no, that's like some fucking Dungeon Book shit. I- I'm not, not reviewing a fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeon <laughs> Book. Fucking hell, Paolo. No, come on. We can, we can watch a fucking, we can watch an episode. I don't, yeah. Are you sure Jeffrey you want to review Jeffrey Tam. Jeffrey Tambor, it is Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's everything I see him, and I think he's pretty funny. But I just never never watched. Carl Carl Weavers is in a couple of a couple of series. Is like a um, as himself (laughs) teaching other people to be like. He's like an acting coach, but he's like on his look. He's fucking so good. Oh mate, you need to watch it. I love it, man. I think it's really good. Obviously, it'll be like fucking so because so many people have seen it already, but. I haven't seen it for ages and just re-watching it is just fucking superb. And it's, it's got, one of the things that gets you. Yeah, I think he from Happy Days like narrates it. Um the famous the guy who's the famous Richie Richie Kern, Mr. Kernigan. Richie Cunningham like narrates it over the top as well. So it's got like a narration. It's done like from Happy yeah, Days. It's got lots of famous people in it. Yeah, yeah. Like Charlie Theron's in series three as like a, a British girl. Liza Minnelli's like the next door neighbour. <laughs> fucking hell, good she is. <laughs> it's, it's fucking well gone. It's so good. Is it actually Liza Minnelli? Is just Liza Minnelli as well? No, no, she plays. Oh. She plays um, right. Lucille. Lucille too, they call her, because the mum's called Lucille. And the, one of the fucking kids, hell. a bit, um, not fully, not a full, like, it's probably a couple of fucking sandwiches shot of a picnic. <laughs> in love with his mum. Lucille, and then he falls in love with Lucille too from next door. And then, oh my god, it's so good! <laughs> I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Enough of Happy Days, right? Sorry, fucking it's Happy Days. It's like it sounds like it. What's your fact, Connor? Are um, you using I'm this going... time to fucking think of a fact? 
No, no, I fucking got, I'm playing my fad right now. I've got a bit of old school RuneScape again, me. Ooh. Yeah, fucking playing it right now. I'm playing it right. I'm just I'm just killing some greater demons for a slayer task. So I can't believe so you fucking you're not even giving this pod. This is your own fucking pod, and you're not even giving it your, your no, whole I am, attention. No, the thing is with this RuneScape thing though, is it's so like AFK. I don't even have to click anything because the monsters just automatically aggro onto you. What does AFK oh. mean? Like away from keyboard, so I don't even have to like do anything. I'm just like sat here, and these monsters automatically attack you. So you just sat here doing nothing, pretty much. It's awesome. You're controlling it with your mind, pretty much. Yeah, it's great. So I'm just doing doing some fucking slayer tasks at the moment. Is it on your phone? Um, I keep, I've got it on my phone, but I'm doing it on my computer at the moment. I, 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 it's my old account, and I've had how much playing time have I had on it? it Showing me before. Um, on this account, I've had 14 days and 10 hours playing time. How bad Fuck is that? Me. How bad is that? Jesus oh. Christ. That's a lot of fucking gaming. Is, is Rune, Rune... What did you say? Is it Rune RuneScape. RuneScape. Is that a fucking RPG that's on Grognard all the time? It is, isn't it? No, no that's RuneQuest. No, RuneQuest. Yeah, Rune that's RuneQuest. Yeah. Is that not RuneScape's in the same like... universe or something? No. No, no. no. RuneScape's like a fucking... It's like a... MMORPG on the computer that came out in like 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been, it was like updated, which is called RuneScape 3, which is the current one. But now I'm playing old school RuneScape, which is from 2007. There's a lot, it's, it's fucking weird. But yeah, yeah. It is. it's basically, they basically turned RuneScape into like World of Warcraft, but now they've got another, another server where you play RuneScape like what it was. Classic. That's what I'm playing. Classic, Classic. RuneScape, yeah. It's fucking uh, sick. Didn't Dave mention this on um, Dungeon? No, yeah, that was yeah. uh, no, 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 that no, no. That was shit, uh, yeah. it was someone oh, else that he was playing a modern re- reproduction version of an old game that from two thousand six. One, it's a weird. Yeah, one. it was Tibia. Where it was selling tibia? scrolls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. scrolls. <laughs> that was yeah, it, yeah. We, we went to fucking get tattooed, didn't we? And then yeah. fucking he was cut his fucking computer out, did a deal online. Like, what the Love fuck? That. Now he's into poker. Oh god! What is that? What? I don't understand what he's doing. Pokemon and fishing, and wearing. He just got dead into Pokemon. Sketches. Yeah, he's yeah. out of Bali now. I was going to say, is he turning into Bali? Yeah. All right, that's yeah. all. That's my fad. Fucking done. Well, it's a good fad, that mate. It's game orientated, isn't it? It is. Love it. Um, and it's an RPG. And it's oh, well, yeah, it's an RPG. I've got it. Is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. I haven't no, got a not. fucking clue about stuff like this, mate. I know every single fucking listener will know what you mean, but I haven't got a clue. What's your What's your fat, Paolo? Fucking hell, mate. Mine is a it's a TV show. I tried <clears throat> I, I tried to explain what it was <clears throat> to you and Nate in a car once. And I fucking failed miserably. And this is series. Well, eight. you got a second go at it. Here. Come I've on, got mate. A second bite this. of the cherry, right? It's series eight of the Curse of Oak Island. Um. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's fucking. It, I mean, me and Lauren. Have, I mean, have watched. Well, this is the eighth series, and every series has got twenty-four episodes. So that's a lot of fucking Oak Island. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm sure some people might know what it is, but to, it's it's dead hard to explain. It's it's a documentary following some treasure hunters who are looking for treasure on this island, right? And it's like this yeah. little, tiny little island off the coast of Nova Scotia. It's yeah, completely yeah. insignificant. There's no reason for anyone to fucking be there. But for some reason, people have been doing shit on an, like an industrial scale since the 1200s or the 1400s, right through to like to now. People are people are looking for treasure that people have said have been buried there 
And it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. If they're finding bits of bone or wood like 200 feet below the surface, what the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah. it doing there? It, That's weird. It, it's mental. It is. I mean, nothing. They think, really... didn't, don't they think like pirates bury treasure there? Yeah, and like, yeah. That's it, yeah. Knights, Knight Templars and yeah, stuff like that. That's it. Fucking yeah. Knights Templar, pirates, privateers, everything for like 400 years of people using this island for summer. It's insane. Is it not something to do with... Um, Ancient giants as well. Is that not something on that island as well? No, um, different thing. No, the I know what you mean. The ancient giants, where the <clears throat> yeah, the two bro- the two brothers, the two brothers who were trying to find the ancient giants. Yeah, and the, some you know what someone's mentioned that on a podcast about a show about the, the trying to find those giants. There's there's a, there's a rumor that Smithsonian have got them somewhere locked away. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, Oh mate, it's fucking it's so strange. Like when the, <laughs> the first colonists went over, they, these these guys found these giant bones. Um and then they just disappeared. Thing is though, the one of uh, one of the um, first people's tribes actually some of their um their peoples were about like eight feet tall, like really unusually tall. Um yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're there, there are some anymore. there are some giants in like was it Sudan as well? And there's pictures of them in there, and they're fucking humongous. They're not like giants, but like like what Paul said, like seven and a half feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Well, it depends what you mean by giant, doesn't it? Well, they, that is giant in it. To be fair, like yeah. seven and a half feet tall is pretty fucking big. To be fair, I think the one. I think the... that I think that one's called. It's the two brothers, isn't it? The yeah. Vieira. I'd never heard called... of it until this this week. Or I, th- last I think, week. I think it's called. Search, I think it's called Search for the Lost Giants. That it was might on be it. Yeah. Is it like the hairy bikers where they go around like trying to find? Yeah, Italian it's exactly food? like that. Is that no, no, kind of thing. They, they go around tasting different dishes made by the Asian giants. Oh, well, okay, looking okay. for like, yeah, treasure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like Tom Thumb, <laughs> Tom Thumb biscuits, and uh, yeah, 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 goose right, eggs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, boiled yeah, yeah. goose eggs, Four golden guinea. Right, right. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that is, sounds well good. That I've seen. Is, is that on like? Is that on the History Channel, Discovery Channel? It is. Like? Yeah, it's on. Um, we're watching it at the moment on now the latest series, but it's the, I think there's it's on History Channel and the old ones are on Amazon. Um, yeah, well, there's a lot to catch up on, but it is it's like someone has just got a big bag of artifacts from the last 800 years, given it a shake scanning. around and just scattered yeah. it on this fucking island and buried it. It's actually it's fucking it blows my mind the amount of weird shit that's on there. It's so strange. Um, Has it got something to do? It's, it's by the same people who did like Skinwalker Ranch and shit, isn't it? They, they did, yeah. They did this first. This has been going for ages. They only did that one series of Curse of Skinwalker Ranch, which was weird, but I quite enjoyed that. Did you watch it? I haven't seen it. Fairly, I know. I haven't watched it. It was really strange. I love a lot, um, love a lot of Skinwalker myth. Oh, mate. Fucking shout out to Dogman. Skinwalker. Is it a yeah, dog man. man? Is it not? We don't know. It's definitely not a werewolf. Definitely not. There's some other shit going on there, but I think <clears throat> we should do a. Uh, Dungeon Punk's occult and or cryptid yeah. spin-off. Yeah. We should go and search for that dinosaur in uh, fucking Ecuador or wherever the fuck it is. Bembe Bembe, is it? The one in yeah, that, yeah. the African one. Yeah, he's sick as fuck. Fucking imagine, imagine that if there was. I mean, there's jungles in Africa that go on forever. I mean, could he easily have a fucking... Forever? But, Are you sure about that? Forever? I might be exaggerating a little bit there, but there could be stuff in there that... Um, there's, there's, there's loads of reports of um, like Bigfoot-type creatures there. You get them yeah, all yeah, over the world. Totally. Yeah, man. Fucking I don't that at all. <laughs> fucking Bigfoot. Love, I, I love Bigfoot. He was, he was like fucking seven foot tall. James Elliott <laughs> was, was fucking well good at basketball. 
<laughs> just walk over and pop it in. Yeah. <laughs> you had about size 20 feet. That's the thing when you're really tall, getting decent trainers must be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I bet. So have yeah. you got these in size 28? No, mate. We've, no. Got, we've only got, got these. Yeah. Got them in a size nine. <laughs> Can you stitch, stitch two together? Stitch, stitch two together, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, poor guy. Yeah, fuck that. I'd love a trainer in a size nine. You can't fucking find them anywhere. You're a size 10 though, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck do you want size nine trainers though? No, I just think about anywhere like you look at and there's got size nine trainers, you've never got them in stock. I'm a size nine in some sizes. Oh, you can't fucking say out. <laughs> fucking bit of, sorry, fucking Mr. Fucking Internet. Jesus. Wait, mine's fucking coal powered. Yeah, isn't it? Right, fuck me. That was a, that was a decent fad there. Fucking hell. Smashed yeah, it. Good fads, yeah. Books. What are we saying for books? <laughs> Have we been reading any fucking books? Nah. Not me. Well, what's this board what's is? What's this? Stranger, t- strange, th- stranger things. The strangest time. time. First line. First line inside says, when you go to the first bit, to Manchester for the magic and the mayhem. What? Uh, it's written by a guy that I go dog walking with. Fuck off. Not do- dogging or dog walking? No, dog walking. Dog oh. walking. Okay, yeah. just to clear He's that got, Yeah, yeah. He's got a dog called Dilla and... Um, yeah, uh, yeah, he's one. Of, it's one of actually and Hudson's friends. I go dog walking with him. He's a writer. He used to write. He used to write for Mock the Week. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. He's a stand-up comedian. He used to write for Mock the Week. He's, a, he's from Ireland, from Limerick in Ireland. And uh, yeah, he's written this. He's, he's written a few different books, like detective books. And then this is his new thing. He does a podcast about it as well. The Stranger Times. It's like a yeah, mystical, um, th- like a mystical book set in Manchester. A bit like re- Jeff Noon, kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, real yeah. world, but like magical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it says. It sounds uh, mental. Yeah. It's a blurb that there are dark forces at work in our world and in Manchester in particular. So thank God the Stranger Times is on hand to report them. A weekly newspaper dedicated to the weird and wonderful, but mostly weird. It is the go-to publication for unexplained and inexplicable. That sounds fucking like the Fortean Times. Yeah, he gave it me the other week. I haven't started it yet. That so, sounds yes. fucking well good. Little chunky monkey is it? It's all right, isn't it? Nice that's little cover. A, yeah, that's cool. Well, um, it's well tough because it's released on the same um, label as um, Terry Pratchett, who's like his hero. Fucking hell. Oh, mega, mega. There it is. Yeah. So, I can't remember what the series of books are called, but his dog's named after the, the, the main character in his, in, his, in his other series of books called Dilla Jackson, and both his dogs, he's got a dog called Dilla and a dog called Jackson. Oh, after him, yeah, after the main character. Oh. But I've not read them. They're set in uh, Ireland, I think. Is there an RPG that's based in like Trafford or somewhere? Or am I making this yeah. up? Yeah, The Vert. Yeah, yeah, the Vert. Vert. yeah I remember, yeah. I remember fucking Faye telling me about that. Me and Paul have got it on a, a download on PDF. But I've read, that's the other thing, because obviously I drive so much and I'm always working. I, I do audiobooks. So I read the first, I listened to the first two Vert books on audiobook. What did you think? I've you know I've I've only read the um, automated Alice. So what did you think of the first? Because I've never read it. Re- really good. Just log into my Audible or whatever, and just listen to them. There's that. There's them two, and then there's that one I told you about about the fucking Bigfoot. In yeah, 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 yeah. Log log into my Audible and listen to them because they're really fucking good. I think it's it, they're a bit rum. They're a bit rude, like and a bit. I'm not sure it needs to be so rude. It's in Trafford, to be fair. 
Yeah, some of the language is a bit uh, close to the bone, like, do you know what I mean? It's a bit vulgar. Oh, why? Like the fucking yeah. new season of what we're doing in the shadows where they just swear all the time. No, no, no. It's more like sex vulgar. Oh, yeah. yeah. so, get right on that. So it's a bit, that's, that was a bit much. I'm not really used to that in books. Never read like any, anything like that. But no, Game it's, of Thrones or anything. It's really good. I really enjoyed them, Paolo. The first two. Uh, the, I think the first one's Ver. I can't remember what the other one's called. Let me have a look. There's something about a game show, the second one. Pollen. Ver and Pollen, that's it. Good. Con- yeah, good. Concept Automate. sounds fucking Very sick. Good. Yeah. Get into the Ver. Yeah, have a, have a, yeah, the first one's really good. And the, uh, it's the, the, the woman who... Is it a woman or a man who... One of them's a man, one of them one who narrates it. I think the first one's a man and he's got like a really good like scally sulfur accent. Man. What? So he did narrate the whole yeah. book? Yeah, so he's like, well, when, dude, when that's awesome. he's like, one of the characters is called Scribble, and 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 one of the other characters goes to him and goes, "All right then." Proprietary <laughs> 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 Christian job. Yeah, 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 and it's mad because they're going on about you know going down like Palatine Road and mm-hmm. future, and the, so they're driving these like cars <laughs> down through like Rush Home and shit, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and that's so sick. These all these like dogmen and stuff like that. And Me, I don't think like, Paul's like into a dogman. <laughs> Uh, for fucking bad news, I dog man. That sounds sick though. That sounds well good. No, yeah, yeah just something good. I've never fucking. Um, I, I don't know why I've never read them. It's just um, it's like Ian M. Banks. I've just only recently started reading them, and like, why the yeah, fuck yeah, have yeah. I waited that long? Do you know what I mean? It's just your dad. Your dad's read it, aren't he? Yeah, my dad read them fucking years ago. It's like, do you want to try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll try them, and then by that time, you, we've got to give them back to the library. I'd always yeah, first one. First one came out about ninety two, ninety three, I think. Yeah, they're, they're pretty old. Um, yeah. I'll fucking give them a go because they, they sound like Michael. I did, I did really enjoy Alice. I thought it was great. So I, I don't, there's no yeah, reason yeah. why I wouldn't enjoy them. I might even give them a go if they're on your audio book. Fuck it. They sound good. Yeah. It's worth it. Well. I still yeah, need to nice. check out those uh, other Black Company books on your. No, oh, mate. Book. I read, yeah. I've, I've never talked about I think I talked about it in the last Dungeon Books, but yeah, I finished the whole. Uh, Dude. Black. That first book is so fucking good. Mate, they're all they're all fucking good. They're all good. I, oh man, I don't know. I don't I, like that first one is just like fucking mental though, isn't it? And you said they were quite different the other ones to the first one. No, I think they're all pretty similar vein, but oh, they okay. Because they leave that place where they are in the first one. Yeah. After a bit and they go to like fucking uh, like a Asia kind of Oh, right. So it's even more Vietnam. Yes, yeah, so yeah, so it's a totally different world that they go to. Weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's pretty mad. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, mad. Yeah. Oh, I can't, um, can't wait to get stuck into them. Right, Paolo, have you read any fucking books? Uh, I've, I've only been reading fucking like, history books, to be honest with you. It's just not really anything uh, <clears throat> anything that fucking interesting. Uh, the only thing that, that is interesting is fucking people's bias. Um, you can read a, a book... Uh, like there's five books and they all mention the same people in these five books and the fucking different takes that each person has on these people is mental. It's, it's really fucking surprising. And um, it's, you know, like, you expect history to be pretty straight and narrow and this, 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 this and this, but, yeah, you but it's not, of... it's all, it's all perceptive, isn't it? It's it all is. from a perception, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The, the what dates... is it they say? History is written by the victor. Yeah. 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 So these are all like biographies and the dates of the people and the events are all the same, but the, the, the takes on each, on these people and the events from each author is fucking so different. different. Yeah. Are these like recent authors or authors of the time? Do you mean? 
another of the recent authors of um, oh, weird. Like old people, like people who've uh, like people who've been dead for a long time. Um, yeah, yeah, well, it's that thing as well. Like, pe- I guess people will have different takes on different. Like, someone could have a completely different take of Winston Churchill from what another person has. Mm. Someone could think he's like the fucking the savior of the universe, and the other person just think he's like a fucking sexist pig. It's a racist mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah, which yeah, which is you know, which and is the, what and, the, and the truth and the truth is probably somewhere in between, isn't it? That's yeah, it, exactly. It? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's definitely yeah. It's, it's quite eye opening to be honest because I've never really read much about but much historical stuff in yeah ever. Really, everything's so. coloured. Every everything's coloured by. People's perspective and yeah. life and stuff in it. So yeah. Yeah. you're seeing it through yeah. different people's lenses, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, and the bias and, and what they've been brought up with. Yeah, yeah. Diff- did you ever listen to Hardcore History's Paolo? I did. Yeah, fucking yeah. so good. He's like my favorite thing to learn oh, Dan about Carlin's history great, from. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I feel great, like yeah. he's quite neutral. From what I, I agree, actually, because having listened to a lot of those, he gives things in a. He doesn't have any. I'm not going to say taint, but like like Body said, like like a pri- like looking at it through a prism. He doesn't seem to do that. He just gives yeah. you facts, figures, places, people, numbers, and yeah. lets you draw your. Um... Yeah. Or if he does give a take, he always gives a counter argument. Yes, he does. Yeah, totally. which yeah, I do yeah. like. And he always cites yeah. his source as well, doesn't he? That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I've never been asked fucking reading them, but yeah, he does. <laughs> Great. Which is yeah. good. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to. You've just listened to it on a podcast, don't you? you don't yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fucking, it's greatest stuff. That fucking Raffa the Mongols is the one oh, of the Raffa best, the, like... Raffa the Khans is one of the best series yeah, it's of one of the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defo. Fucking contributing to global warming by the amount Dude. of bodies he burns. It's fucking <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that so his good. son got fucking almost to it. It was Italy before he just turned back because he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm off. You can't be asked. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the fucking yeah. bomb dri- and the bombshell he drops where it's like, yeah, Chengis Khan might have been like five different people. We don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, what the know. fuck, yeah. man? He can't just drop that. <laughs> don't even know where he's buried. Yeah, how mad is Nobody that? Nobody knows where he's buried. Yeah. Fucking mental. Everyone who buried him, they killed him. Yeah, yeah. Intense that. Yeah. That yeah, was good. Yeah, it's fucking well good. I like his. Yeah, I like that um, the addendum thing that he does as well. Yeah, I've never got into that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. what's it called? Um, Hardcore History's uh, Addendum. I'm thinking thinking of something else, mate. Is there another one where it's like, he does like a political show, doesn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. um, That's what I was thinking of then. Yeah, I can't think what that's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the addendum thing. Yeah. That's like quite a military history, that though, isn't it? He tends to talk to to, like authors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Over offers about who specialise in certain things, like you know whether they specialise in people about you know writing books about people who like flew the Enola Gay and. and oh, right, really? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did one. Of, he did one where he interviewed the guy from what's that um, first person shooter called Connor? The Highway to Hell or something? Something to Hell. The, 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 the War, War Two one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you. Hell Let Loose. Hell Let Loose. Yeah, he interviewed one of the developers for that. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, talking about how they, you know, uh, de- deal with, you know, warfare and, and stuff like that and how they make it realistic but not too realistic. Yeah. That's super cool. Traveling at the speed of
So, yo, welcome back. So, Games Workshop released an article on the 19th of November saying the Imperium is driven by hate, Warhammer is not. This was a response to a incident in Spain, I believe, where a where a fine gentleman um, sporting Nazi regalia um, was at a tournament and people didn't want to play him weirdly. And the tournament organisers asked him, asked him to leave. He didn't. So they said they'd call the police, um, which he responded to, you can't do anything about that because the police can't do anything um, because you can't kick people out of premises because of the, like, what would you say? Um because of the the polit- like the political ideology, ideology. yeah, I think, I yeah, think that's what yeah. it was, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they couldn't do anything about it, and anyone who played him was given zero points, and he was given twenty because they didn't want to play a guy with swastikas on him, which is you know fair enough. Um, yeah, so Games Workshop kind of um, put an article out in, I guess it was in response to this. Um, just trying to clear a few things up. Uh, so, yeah, what did you think about the article, boys? I thought it was... Uh, I thought the article, reading it, was fucking... Uh, in isolation, I thought it was. It got across some good points, to be honest with you, some, really, some important points. Um, if you read, just read it in isolation for what it, what it is, uh, I, thought, I thought it was fine and it's... It's a it's a good statement. It's when you start unpicking it that it doesn't hold quite as much water as it might in isolation. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's if you think just a statement's enough. It's a statement anything without action. Mm. I mean, yeah. that's the problem, isn't it? It's you know, unless you unless you act upon that statement, it's just words, isn't it? As you say, Mad Max, isn't it? Just words. <laughs> I uh, think that's that's it, isn't it? It is just words. Um, yeah. At this point, and we, we're thinking that. GW could really do with something, well, could do with something to actually back those words up. They could, yeah, so they, they, could do. they could start with, so there's a guy called Tony Cottrell who has um, said some fucking racist shit and some sexist shit. He is like one of the heads of Forge World. He still works at Forge World and they've even like gone into like releasing statements apologising on his behalf about yeah. his comments made in public. Um and he still works in Games Workshop. Nothing's been done. Um, and this is like public knowledge that this dude's a piece mm-hmm. of shit. There's, was, there was a video released on Instagram by um, a dude called Omegon Edge. Omegon Edge? Like the fucking Primark Omegon, Edge. yeah, I guess it is. Um, and yeah, just, just saying how he was treated really badly. Um, he was made he was made fun of in front of a lot of people about um, him being black, basically. He's, apparently, he's, the Tony Cottrell guy said, he looks like the guy from the end of Avengers. I don't really understand what that means, but 
Um, yeah, and then everyone fucking laughed at him. And yeah, I guess everyone had a great time apart from the fucking dude who's getting made fun of. Um, so yeah. That's so some shit about um, uh, yeah. about women, didn't he, as well? Yeah. That was Esther the, the just Esther angry guy. women yeah. or something. Yeah, something angry, angry women with that. big yeah. tits or something on it. Yeah. Some of fucking, yeah. 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 Absolutely like fucking 70s lad, laddish fucking yeah, behaviour yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm guessing a fucking couple of people like that work at Games Workshop because it's that kind of company um, from that kind of era. Which, yeah, which is weird because like, yeah, Sonic Cross was like an older head, so I assume he was, yeah, yeah. you know, he, he'd be down with the original politics of the company, yet he seems pretty much against what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> those guys stood for so I don't I don't get it yeah it's fucking weird that was the first I didn't know about that until this happened and, and I was looking at this and then that kind of piggybacked on the back of it when I was looking but yeah it's a pretty fucking bullshit isn't it? it should be kicked out of the fucking yeah door. yeah because at the moment like Games Workshop is a pretty multicultural mm-hmm. um, like a pretty multicultural spot you can see on that Warhammer live on Twitch and stuff like there's there's loads of women I think there's a couple of people of different race and stuff um so like fair dues and that for for hiring that and like showing different representations in our hobby and stuff um which is yes yeah, spot on but so going back to the article I, like I didn't think it was a good article just mostly because at the beginning it I feel like Games Workshop took a step back and tried to distance themselves from the actual the, the root of the problem which is I think, obviously, games Warhammer is a game which is satirical, or was satirical, and Games Workshop are really hanging on to that thread. But at the moment, Modern 40k and Age of Sigmar isn't satirical. So as a, as a new person or a young person that comes into Warhammer, you're not going to realise it's satirical. So these things that um, happen in the universe, you won't realise that it's, like, funny and it's exaggerated and stuff like that. You might take them as like red, especially if you're younger, like you're pretty impressionable kind of thing. Um, and Games Workshop just said like, yeah, no, 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 that's never going to happen. Like surely, because it's funny, isn't it? It's humorous. Like Orcs got wire and that, um, which is, yeah. Yeah. So I've done, I just don't agree with them taking a step back from it. I feel like they should fucking, if they want to, if they want to do more satirical stuff, then fucking do it. But you you can't just have it both ways. Yeah, so I mean, they've not been satirical in quite a long time. It is a very bleak, dark, violent universe. And like you yeah. say, if, if little little Timmy rocks up at 10 years old getting into it, like a lot of us were probably that age when we did, we got into it. However, when we got into it, it did have its tongue planted firmly in its cheek. Yeah. Now, so we, you're, not, you're, not, you're not seeing that, are you? You're seeing you're not. going around decimating orcs who are the baddies or, or yeah. whatever. Everyone's the baddies, aren't they, compared to the Space Marines? That's you know, it. Like um, representation of pretty much like a fascist uh, over overarching overlord of the universe trying to destroy all other things for the sake of humanity. That's it. Yeah. I mean, we're quite well versed in universes that have no good guys. I, yeah, a totally. lot of your 2000 AD universes, June, um, a lot of these things that we grew up on digesting. There's, there's, they're all at, at best anti-heroes. Um, so if you're getting into this right now and this is your first sci-fi game, you're, you're not going to get any of those references. You're not going to get the fact that it may be, it might slightly still satire or in Age of Sigmar's case, it's just a high fantasy universe. So you may well draw 
the wrong inferences from the games you're playing. And I think Games Workshop could do with owning some of these, um, yeah, owning this slightly and taking some responsibility. Um, I don't know how they may be explaining. I don't know quite how they do it, to be honest with you, but um, they could do with owning... It'd be, a, it'd be a start by not letting cunts like this fucking step to the venues in the first place. Well, that's it, isn't it? I mean, in the UK, we could quite easily fucking eject them. Yeah. Um, I can't believe the fact necessary. that, you know, they're at a tournament and there's, what, I don't know, 100 and odd people mm-hmm. there, and none of them turned around and told the guy to get the fuck out before they beat the shit out of him. It's fucking unbelievable. But, you know... Probably not to prison, probably. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same as it was, like, you know what I mean, in the fucking 90s. You can't just beat the shit out of people and not get away, you can get away with it anymore. Yeah, but you, um, just, you just tell the police that he was a fucking Nazi and he's a piece of shit. Oh, well, he had backup. Yeah, but they'll, they'll be all fucking happened, Nazis as well, if you're in Spain. Spain. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I mean, well, in, yeah. in here, he'd be fucking out when he's here, wouldn't he, straight away? Yeah. No problems in the UK. Um, but yeah, I mean, like like we said, like to, to nip this stuff in the bud, anyone starts showing that sort of um, attitude in games workshops, whether they're young, old or whatever, they, they should be asking to leave. Should, should be told, get the fuck out. Well, yeah, yeah. Or if, if they are young, they should be explaining to them why it's not right. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's down to your community, isn't it? That, that you yeah. are around you in the shop. But, you know, because we know these, these people who, you know, get into this hobby, you aren't necessarily um, as, as socially aware as as yeah, other <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, that makes, and that makes them impressionable as well. So yeah, yeah, and it's hard, and that's yeah. So they do need to be sometimes said. You know, that's not suitable for this, the way you are now, my friend. I'm not, so, but to be fair though, they, they do do that in games workshops. I don't know if it's for that specifically, but I've been told to stop swearing in a games workshop and stuff, which is totally yeah. fair enough. Um, so yeah, they, well, they do it with swearing at least. So I hope they do it with like mm-hmm. racism jokes and. Um, sexist jokes and homophobic jokes as well, um, hopefully. Um, so that is getting better, to be fair to them. Um, yeah. So we were saying as well, um, we just think like they should put their money where their mouth is kind of thing and fucking donate some money. Like you're a multi-fucking million dollar like, business now. You need to like show some fucking support for people mm-hmm. like this. Not just put, put an article saying, oh yeah, racism's really bad. And then everyone's going to fucking suck you off for like uh, a week and then forget about it. You need to like actually put some fucking wheels in the wheels in motion. Yeah. And they need to some show some shit done. Show some really very public, high level support for anti hate groups. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that, totally. that will that'll not only alienate the people they say they don't want the money from, but it'll also obviously help promote. The yeah. anti-hate groups, which is what yeah. we want. This is what what, yeah. what we want people to to get involved with to understand. So imagine I mean, if they imagine if they put the money where their mouth is and like went into communities like you know underprivileged communities or communities with you know large um, non ethnic uh, like ethnic groups. Yeah, 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 totally. Mm-hmm. And taught and you know and taught them about how to play war and how to you know yeah. model and and stuff like that. You could you could get kids doing stuff. You know, get them off the streets or or whatever. No, I'm not just talking about people of color or whatever. You know, yeah, any, okay, yeah, the underprivileged community. Yeah, yeah. I think because it, like it's pretty cringy to say, but Warhammer is it's it's good. It's like good for you. The hobby is good for you because mm. it gets your fucking creative juices flowing. Yeah. It, like it, you have to be pretty decently like switched on to play it as well. I feel like probably 
like you'll you'll learn numbers you'll learn how to like measure things like these are like decently useful skills to have like like i was in work go on on. i was gonna say teach you how to interact with other people that's what i was gonna say yeah to to speak to strangers and with a you might not have anything in common with them but then you can bond over something like warhammer and it, it yeah. teaches you to actually be a bit more socially aware, I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, so we would, just to give a couple of examples of what they could fucking do is donate like 1% or 2% of the profits, which is a fucking lot, by the way, to like um, anti-hate group charities. Um, or they could do a special release, like limited edition figure and donate all the profits to um, such charities. Um, just stuff like that, really, like... Just to show, like, yeah, we're not just like fucking, like flapping our lids. We're actually going to do something about it. So that that's all, really. I just thought it was quite that it's quite a hollow thing to do, and then not come out with anything physical. Agreed. Yeah, I think that's a good fucking way to end it. To be honest, with you. it was a ho- did feel slightly hollow, um, and there was definitely more work for them to do. And hopefully, in twenty twenty two, they'll actually do that and back back that up with with some some concrete actions yeah hopefully yeah, that'd be that'd be good so yeah that's all that's all not really no not a good situation all in all is it no but no. it needs to be it obviously needs to be addressed on it because people don't have to fucking act so mm. um yeah fucking hell right we've got, s- we got six minutes left on this one do you want me to do another one and then we'll do we'll get mark taking over for uh Whatever the fuck he wants to do. To be oh well, you. apparently he hasn't got out, so don't know what that's about. Yeah, is there anything you want to talk about? Read the papers, the headlines say washed up rapper got sound. Lingo's busted while the guitar sways. B-side copy for the radio plays for something. I knew I blew the whole fandango when the drum programmer wore a kango. Never could be like great fish won't bite bait. Realize that I'm over like clover. No good lucking, so may speak the fucking beat. While a teenage fan the heat, I bring it to the clues. Paid all my dues, so what's going dead? Let me use my forehead. Easy pack it up, man. Let me stop stalling, cause everything I do is like falling. How do I start recording? I, I might have recording as well. I haven't. How the oh. fuck do I do it? It's, it should be like the bottom, like start recording it, will say. There we go. It's hidden that button. Oh, yeah. Likely story. There we go. Oh, mate, my ass. You know what I mean? I've been farting so bad. Oh. I think this might be it. Is it? Is it? Hey, here he is. Fucking get on it. Hey. He's got his little <laughs> webcam on. Just thought, thought Pally might like to see the piece, Lily. Just uh, sat behind Nice, me. nice. I'll have a bit of a... Uh, t- do you know I do indoor house plants? I've got a load of orchids. I just guess, Pally. You're, you're <laughs> in your hobby pads, mate. I was just, my, my kitchen looks like a jungle. I'll uh, yes. spare you there. Good, man. Let's get, get us some pictures over on Gmail or something. I want to see. I want to see what's going on. Oh, yeah, oh, mate. That, yeah. 
That's for uh, green green babies, mate. Green babies. Yes, mate. Fair. You know it. You know it. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Fucking brilliant. We've got the weirdos. hobbies of like a 75 year old lady. <laughs> That's essentially what our fads and hobbies are, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, they're into the good. That. They're into the good stuff. I think we've just been uh, kidding ourselves for too long, haven't we? I think that's it. We skipped out all the rubbish and now we're just quite happy in the fact that, yeah, we like plants, we like antiques. It's, it is what it is. I think Fuck the question you've got to like ask it. yourself is, is, is how soon you're going to introduce the real left field stuff like macrame, you know, when you're going to start knitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lauren does cross-stitch, to be fair. My wife, so, I mean, she's like, she's halfway there. I think we've just, we've just skipped out all the fucking cool shit and we've gone right to the hard stuff. I, I work on but, Connor. Yeah, yeah, you're chipping away I mean, slowly. <laughs> Anyone getting... can smoke Marlboro Reds and ride a motorbike, but it takes a real man to uh, take it. straight to the patio choices <laughs> and the knitting. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. I couldn't agree more. Right, then. right, we're recording times two here, so we shouldn't fuck this up. Um so yeah, we've got absolutely no real plans for this. We wanted to get you on just because because uh, you fucking sound and you the chat. Yeah, for a bit of a chat for the Christmas special. So we were, we were going to talk about if you've got like a little fad or and what you've been up to in twenty twenty one, and if you've got any plans hobby wise for twenty twenty two or anything like that. So yeah, like a mini pod. Yeah, like a little yeah. like a little interview for our mate Sam. <laughs> Sounds great, lads. I think it's the same fad uh, as everyone, just trying not to go mental in your own house, isn't that, yeah. isn't that the challenge? <laughs> That's not even a fad anymore, though, is it? <laughs> it's an occupation, yeah, isn't it? It's a full-time yeah. fucking job. Uh, what's my fad? I was, I was having to think about this before I jumped on. I'll tell you what my guilty, guilty pleasure fad at the moment is. Um, bloody narcos. I feel like I've turned up to that like three years after everyone else. Yeah. I Yeah. Um, is it so, so have you, what season are you on then? Uh, just getting in season two, maybe. Yeah, that's why I stopped watching it end of season two because I couldn't like watch Narcos and watch some and do something else at the same time because I'm a spaz and I can't do subtitles. I was gonna say because you're a spaz and you don't speak fluent, uh, yeah, so yeah. So so, like, if I I wanted to paint, which is what I normally do, if you you know, if you're watching Netflix, you pay at the same time or whatever. I mean, I do not know how you can do that. I can barely breathe and watch something. (laughs) I have to, if I'm listening to music. I'm pretty much listening to music. I mean, or just I, staring at the wall, or just staring at the wall with my eyes closed or something. I don't fucking, <laughs> I can't do to. I can't watch summer and paint. That's fucking mental. Yeah, but you've seen my painting though. It's good. So I mean, it's, I don't know how you can split your brain into two halves to do something like that. Do you do that, Sam? I, I uh, the closest I've come is to listening to musical podcasts. I can't watch stuff at the same time. Really? No, it's weird that, isn't it? It's... I watch stuff, do work from a job, and paint at the same time. <laughs> oh, mate, you're so weird. You're literally, your brain's like 10 times bigger. In fact, you're it's using not... all of your brain. We only yeah. use like fucking 30%. I've, un- using... I've unlocked it, and uh, yeah, you are. Are you late? And- are you a drummer or something, Connor? Is that how no, you no. manage to split the no. hemispheres? You just like do hi hat and you know. No, I have no coordination in my brain. I think what it is, it's that fucking LSD you took as a kid. You know what? That might be right, actually. (laughs) It's opened up your mind to use more of it. You store it in your spine or something, don't you? So, What, LSD? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You fucking joking. That's like the the story, isn't it? If you ever break your spine or something, you go on like a mad trip if you ever took LSD. That's like the the street street thing, isn't it? I've never never heard that before. Okay, maybe I've been a fucking idiot. So your spine is basically solid LSD. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. 
The spinal cerebral fluid has been replaced by paint fumes, paint fumes, and psychedelics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swear that's a thing. I don't know, mate. I've got absolutely no idea. We're gonna to have to research this and edit it back into the pod. No, yeah, no, no. I'll, I don't I'll, think I'll so. dig out, dig out the state of the art. So what do you, what do you think in that calls then, Lance? Do you like it? I, I can't believe how mad the real story is that they weave in at the same time. Yeah, uh, I guess that's why. Because I, I, um, I feel is like this that thing people... about Pablo Escobar? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. I've it's, never seen it like. And he got pet hippos and shit in his house. It's it's exactly about that. It's about Clancy's pet hippo, um, and they go on a road trip together. <laughs> 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 no, but it's like yeah, it's like the history of the the narco drug trafficking into the states, and they do it as a drama. But in amongst it, it's got like news footage, and they kind of tell the story. All that, um, and it's bonkers. He, like when he finally got caught and. He was worth sixty billion dollars in the end of the eighties. It's like it's mad, absolutely mad. That's fucking so, um, mental. Yeah, that's my second fad. First one's not going mad. Second one's narcos, <laughs> and uh, the third one's like uh, Instagram. That was my fad for this year. Oh really? Uh, I didn't even know people liked hobby. I only joined in April. Bloody hell! Oh right, okay, I didn't know that. So, so is your only account like a hobby account? Yeah, I had one where I uploaded pictures of plants to my kid for my aunties. Uh, <laughs> that gradually phased that one out. <laughs> yeah, so, meant, so uh, basically you found a load of community type stuff via Instagram. Yeah, it was my message. She was like, because uh, I took up painting again, mostly as a sort of, um, you know, like a stress relief mindful thing. And and, and my message was like, you, you realise that they're, probably people on the internet who like this too and i was like nah. <laughs> never <laughs> the internet what the fuck's the internet <laughs> <laughs> last time i checked it in 92 i couldn't find anyone so what's happened since <laughs> shout out to geo cities <laughs> yeah exactly I, I googled it on lycos couldn't find anything <laughs> <Fucking> lycos <laughs> As if me and Lauren were trying to name all the old um, search engines and we completely forgot about Lycos. Jesus Christ. And Jeeves yeah. couldn't tell you anything either. Couldn't uh, that yeah, Told up all the Vista that they were rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that's fucking classic, that. Lycos, yes. Yeah, mate, so, oh, yeah. you made my night with that. That's what, <laughs> that how long have you been back into hobby then? Uh, I sort of like, it was a mate who got me back into it. We done when we were kids, and then I did what everyone did and took some time off. And then I was a mixture of one of my mates, just like jumping back in, uh, called Mark, who's an architect, and he's always been a beautiful painter. And I was volunteering with some with teenage lads. Like, yeah, Arty he's an artist. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And uh, he's a great painter, but he only knocks out about four minis a year. So <laughs> <Fair like>. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, he's built seventy six buildings. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's the real work, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, although uh, we always take the mickey out of him because he, but he's he's really creative and he gets lumbered with all the distribution centers, so he ends up building just big sheds, <laughs> <laughs> big square white sheds, <laughs> which Mark Borman then probably helps assemble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor yeah. guy. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, make anything you like, provided it's a big white box we can fit lorries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just go mad, though. Go on, like, release the yeah. yeah. creative okay, yeah. Nice one. So, so, yeah, it's been, a couple, I guess, a couple of years. I like, I've man- I was smart enough to go impulse buy a copy of Space Hulk when it came back out in 2014, and then I didn't really do anything. So it's really just been the last couple of years. I think we've all done that. I bought that. I bought that fucking yeah. foam inlay for it, and I've literally played it like once on Boxing Day. I bought it myself for Christmas, played it once, and I've never taken it out of that box again. Paolo, what a great segue for the chiller that I'm bullying Jamie to run with me next year where we just do a bunch of old Hammer games. That sounds fucking mega, mate. Yeah, I'd be up for that. That'd be well good. Just get a fucking school hall somewhere, set up like Warhammer Quest, Space Hulk, Hero Quest, all that shit, and just, just go at it. That Cut the mean. sleeves off your best band t-shirt, grow out your moustaches, <laughs> and just drink mild all afternoon. <laughs> Shout out to the 80s. <laughs> 80s, well, 80s hobby. Fucking Andy Chambers in then. That would yeah. be mental. Like, get a studied belt as well. Yeah, exactly. That's the that picture of, uh, is it Brian Ansel in his black is t-shirt? Brian, his yeah, arm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. In the pub. <laughs> we were joking about recreating them. I think we should do it as part of the paint up a fancy army in the new year and uh, play some more oh fancy God. with you lads. That's a shout out. Do it, yeah. mate. Do it. We can get some fantasy games booked in. We'll bring our armies down to Oxford and we can uh, just have to get some games in somewhere. Uh, do the parallel, do the sightseeing and the uh, and the living out the, uh, the Warhammer dream. Yeah. We could, we could play some games on a fucking punt. Yeah, you know I mean? just fucking like water war ammo. No one's done that before, yeah. have they? Dreadfleet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, play Dreadfleet on punts. Yeah, we could play Dreadfleet on a plunt. On a, on a plunt. On a plunt. That'd be fucking mega, mate. We'll do it. Is it? Has anyone got Dreadfleet? I think JCB's got Dreadfleet. Yeah, he's sure got an he open one. He, he was saying he's got an, an open one. I think, um, uh, and same same as Jamie from Heth as well. He's got a, he's got a copy. There you go. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think to be fair, if you dug up a field in Nottingham, there's probably loads of them buried underneath yeah. it. It's like, like that ET game in the eighties, wasn't it, where they just buried it in the desert because they couldn't fucking sell it. I pop a fancy space, uh, not space, okay, dreadfully. I feel like it looked fucking cool. But it I was looked mental, didn't it? At the time, yeah, it did look. I tell you what, Man of War was the one in the fucking early nineties. So what is that? Just yeah. dreadfully, but like epic. Dreadfully. No, nothing like that. In oh, Man right. of War, you had full armies, but they were like. Navy Army. Dreadfully oh, right. weird. Right. It's got like one ship from each faction. Yeah, yeah. And it's just really strange. Whereas Man of War, you chose dwarves and you got a dwarf army, but everything was a fucking boat. That's sick. So it's more like Space Hulk then. But no, it's nothing boats. like Space Hulk. Oh. It's like imagine Epic, but everything's yeah. on water and it's set in hmm. fantasy world. Weird. I like it's, the it, sound of it that. was insane, mate, with like these sea monsters and shit flying around, okay. just, like, swimming around. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. that stuff's cheap anymore. No. I don't know. I think some of the niche ones, Pally, you find them hiding on eBay. You reckon? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Go have a look. I, 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 I've seen them on there, some box games that aren't like, you know, it's not like Warhammer Quest where if you can find an original copy for less than a grand, you're doing well. I think some of the ones that are a bit like, I mean, it's a boat game, isn't it? So like, yeah. It's <clears throat> it is pretty niche, isn't it? So what's your, what's your hobby goals for 2022? What have you got? Apart from playing Dreadfleet on a punt in Oxford, what else have we got planned? Uh, yeah, more games, more in-person stuff. I think that was that was the kick up the arse that I got out of Trial by Dice, was that uh, all of us sat in our own houses on Discord, like, actually just want to probably play some games. So uh, what am I thinking I should finish? I, I bullied my mate into trying more time. 
just because I had a bunch of stuff. Oh, dude, yes. Yeah, we, we fancy that. Let's yeah. do it. On the way up, we stopped at Warhammer World after it was um, on Saturday on the way up to Leeds. And it had only been open for a day, so it was empty. There was about 10 people in it. So we um, got one of the tables and had a first punt at it. And yeah, it's really silly. The rules are pretty wonky. But um, How did it play? Cool. Did you enjoy it? Uh, I think I would the second and third time. It's a bit like practicing a song in a band, isn't it? First time, it's always out of time and everyone's like trying to work out in bits. I think some of the saving and stuff felt a bit clunky, but because, um, you know, basically you run up to people, fight for a couple of rounds, and then everyone runs away. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So they're trying to capture that spirit of it, but you've got to remember, like, you know, whether your weapon's two-handed and you hit last and whether or not you're an orc and you should be picking a fight with the goblins sitting next to you and all that kind of stuff. They, there's just, like, loads of depth to it. So it's not as streamlined as something like yeah. Warcry. I get you. Because, I, I mean, it's kind of like War of a Fantasy, but skirmish, in it? So I'm guessing you yeah. do have a lot of the layers of War of a Fantasy in there. Yeah, definitely. Psychology, armor saves to hit, to yeah. end, all of the yeah. issue stuff. Um, there's, there's a few uh, homebrew ones flying around. I think Connor found one, didn't you? Like that's yeah, yeah. yeah I do fancy giving that one a go compared to the actual GW rules that are just pretty outdated, aren't they? You like but a hack, you don't you? I do like a hack. <laughs> a mod. A mod, yeah. You like fucking zero cool and or acid burn See? from hack. It's um yeah, there's a whole community of people. Uh, I think it's Broheim is the website. That's, that's exactly they, the one, yeah. Yeah, they run the living rule book where they've just like house backed a bunch of rules. Yeah, so yeah. That it's not as rubbish. Yeah, well, like two hundred war bands you can choose from. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, you put it, yeah, it's very succinctly there. <laughs> yeah. It's um yeah, but it's a bit like well, you guys were talking about the Warhammer Armies project, weren't you? Where mm-hmm. someone who just loved a game just like yeah. ironed out all the bits that were really, you know. Real friendship losing material. We're like, well, I can actually yeah. throw eighteen fireballs at you uh, in the first <laughs> time while you're still setting up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, do you actually play games? Have you been playing games this year then, or was that like your first gaming of the of since getting back into the hobby? No, we've done a bit. So I've got my, the two lads that I've known since we were teenagers. We've had our our pickup game of Warhammer Crest running on and off for fifteen years. <laughs> so we've uh, that's we've cool. Played as fuck. On a, we dip back into that. We've got the same same dumb fucking characters we named when we were 13 that we've been <laughs> slogging on with. <laughs> so Joe came up to trial by dice, has been playing with a wizard called Billy Crystals <laughs> since he was a kid. <laughs> fucking brilliant. So, uh, yeah, we've done some of that in person. We did a weekend of that and uh, did a bit of Troika because, you know, RP- I feel like the pressure to, to try an RPG is a bit like cycling at my time of life at the moment. How did you find... Like- have you been because I'm relatively new to RPGs? Are you as well? Yeah, def- yeah, yeah, brand new. Yeah, how did you how did you find it? Because I found it a bit weird at first. Yeah, I think you've got to um, get through the not feeling like a bell end. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like. But I think it's a function of the the games master. The people that I've played with have been really good at setting a scene and like coaxing people to like get into a bit more like yeah ari on in, on on a bunch of the discords he's great he's been running a call of cthulhu thing that i've sat in with him on and he's brilliant he's got a soundtrack and he sends you handouts and before you know it you're just like oh wow 
uh, cool. we were doing a, a horror thing and I was like sat in my house just like slowly getting more and more antsy because like oh, I've been sat there for like three hours this music's playing and he's describing you know like people trying to break me through the window and I was there on my own and I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Mint. that sounds good that does sound good are you managing to lock into it Carlo how much have you done we, you know what we've we've done loads recently I'm a really late starter too I couldn't understand it when I was a kid it's like there's no models I don't mm. get it well, I could, I literally couldn't my brain wouldn't comprehend it but Connor's dad ran a game of Shadowrun like probably well, it was about 10 years ago now Connor maybe a little bit oh fuck me yeah I think less than that maybe yeah maybe 6 years ago it was while I was still at the old job yeah yeah Um, and it, I just fucking loved it I absolutely fucking loved it so uh, that was it. That was it for me. Already just fucking open the, open the floodgates, and we've we've got in. We've played loads since then, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it was just weird at first, but like you, you do just sort of get. It. I think having a good GM really just helps you sort of helps you along because you understand that it's your first time, and you're like, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing here. So it's it's definitely down to a a good GM that. Have you done any, have you added any of it back into your tabletop playing at all? That was one of the things that I was keen to try. Was to I think some of the, like... we were talking about that, or at least I was talking to Connor about doing some narrative games. Um, so I think that that would be quite good, just setting some scenes, because we, we were going to do it for 40k a little bit, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, there's, there's a difference between like role-playing, mixing the role-playing with the wargaming and, and then doing a narrative game. It's different, isn't it? Yes, we were looking at narrative games. Yeah, I think it'd be hard to mix role-playing and wargaming together. That's just like what D&D is, I think, to me, anyway. Here's here's one of my, like, semi-lukewarm takes, which is that we... uh... (laughs) You need to be on Realm of Fire with this sort of temperature, mate. (laughs) Was that we started blending a few games, like, with the same people, so we'd be playing, like, the same characters from Warhammer Quest, because they're all the same archetypes, the wizard, uh, you know, barbarian, all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. And then dropping them into a different game system like uh, D&D or Rangers of Shadow Deep. You know, something that's got like his miniature agnostic and has more of a narrative element. But the real re- revelation was using the toy- uh, the Troika game engine in Warhammer Quest. Just using those three stats to make decisions because it's like skill, uh, luck and health. So right. you can just like scale them back and then you can just put in lighter role play elements. Um, so that's how I tried it, and that seemed to work quite well. But it like more in a more board game format. I don't think if you're doing like rank and rank, yeah. Just, and now yeah, the wizard yeah. says, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've got three thousand orcs on the table. It's not going to work, is it? But if you've got four adventurers, perhaps it's going to lend itself a little bit more. Or you play the backstory to how they got their power, you know? Yeah, oh, fuck that noise. <laughs> We're not ready for that yet. We've not even played a narrative game, let alone that sort of things. You're telling me you don't want to play the 25-part character arc where you find out how your vampire became a vampire? Vampire cats, aren't we? Ooh, I don't know, actually. I do like writing a bit of backstory with me, so that might be something I could do. I love part of, part of the like, role-playing element for me is writing backstory and stuff. And I, like, yeah. I always send stuff to Bordy, like, between every session, I'll give him like more fucking info on my characters and shit, so... That, that's not a bad shout, actually. Give some backstory on some of the characters. We could do that, actually, Connor. What, for for, for Warhammer? Yeah, not roleplay as such, but we could fucking, we could get some real deep backstory on our characters. Yeah, I think I think so. Give, give yeah. like, your Slaughtermaster a name or your Vampire a name kind of thing. 
Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. A bit of backstory. I think we can do we can definitely do that once. Uh when, once we get the rules down, we can then introduce narrative mm-hmm. more narrative elements, especially as 40k. I think 40k lends itself better to uh narrative gaming than Warhammer Fantasy Battles does. Because it's I would more agree a skirmish game than an army game. But I'd rather write backstory. For, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. fucking write. Oh, my space marine captain's been the captain of the space marines for ten years now. <laughs> fucking shit. He's got five man. service stars. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's cleaned his bolter approximately fifteen thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that shit they used to put in the Horus Heresy box? Lapping powder. Oh, lapping powder. He's lapping powder on his shiny armor. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No, okay. mate. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Bolter, Bolter buff. What, what do you reckon they've got like uh, Brasso in the future, Paolo? That's what I reckon. Oh, 100%, mate. Brasso. What's that shit? I used to clean fucking metal. It's, it's, a, car, it's a car metal cleaner, but I used it to clean my airbrush needle. It's so good. It's like a. It's like a, a white cream stuff. Oh, Autosol. Shout out. If, if, tell you what, have you ever got any fucking, uh, if you balls up your airbrush, then you can use Autosol on it, but you can also polish um, brass and copper and stuff with it as well. Bit of a tip there, if you're restoring furniture or you're painting models, it's a multi-purpose also. tip. <laughs> Shout out to That's sponsor. It's actually sponsoring this Christmas episode, aren't they? It's like Paolo's life hack. Yeah. You can do it with um, <laughs> right, so you, you, can, you can apply it to both areas of hobby. Yeah, there you go. I, at your encouragement and Darren uh, Miller's, I finally bought and cracked out an airbrush for the first time yesterday, Paolo. How did it I go? Ne- never felt like a less coordinated moron. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? The first fucking time you use it, I, I literally oh. wanted to rage quit. I need about 10 minutes. It's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I, I was just, yeah, I was so, like, having spent so long trying to get better motor skills, I was just like, what, I, what's happened to me? It's like my, my arms are made of jelly and she's been kicking me in the head for three days. I'm just like... <laughs> Hobby room looks like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking... It, yeah, it's, it takes a while, mate, honestly. It takes... It's getting that mixing and fucking all the pressures and that's like, oh god. But after about a week, it's literally like it's all it's in your head, so you don't even have to think about it. I'm really, I'm quietly hoping because anything that me, even just like you realise what a knob you are when you start picking up a hobby again and you're just like teaching yourself as you go. Like Darren, who's such a nice guy on the Discord who paints for Siege, was just like. We've been checked, like trading some pictures and painting and doing the odd hobby hangout. And it's like, have you tried things like, you know, just using a bigger brush? Like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, Shut up. Like, you know, as opposed to the one hobby brush you've been using, you tried using like a size three or four brush. It's just really quick. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, there are sizes. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically how I felt. Connor, I was just like, I picked up the one I had and was like, yeah, I'm just going to paint ATU. ATU with this. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, that was good. Yeah, mate. I really hope. Really hope so, mate. Watch, watching those yellows go on when you did the Imperial Fist. I was just like, yeah, I need to know how to do that. Yeah. It's, it's, that is fucking easy shit, that. It's, uh, it, it taught me, like, a couple of models to get me eye in, but it's, it, it's, not a, it's not a way I've ever painted anything ever by doing, like, this weird pre-shade and just putting thin as fuck colours over the top of it. So it's just mental, but it actually really worked for yellow because it's such a bastard painting yellow with a brush <laughs> Oh, it's the worst of it. Yeah, it, it is, takes man. like seven layers, and it's like yeah. a crayon at the end because it's so many layers. <laughs> of it. 
I couldn't have put it. Yeah, like, it's literally, yeah, it looks like you've coloured it with a fucking waxed crayon. It's like, oh, <laughs> it just looks that. like you've drawn a face on the yellow pages. It's the <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's, it's shit. Fuck you, yellow. Fuck you. Fuck you, color. yellow. Do you know what to do that entire yellow Eldar army? And I was like, nah, probably not going to do that. <laughs> but see, if you do get if you had an airbrush, you could do it. That is you true. could do it. I, I remember you there. saying you were going to do it for him, actually, Pally. Didn't you mention that in one of the earlier podcasts? You were just going to slap the yellow one for him. This morning you said that. I'm, I may have said something along them lines. <laughs> I fucking did as well, didn't I? Fuck okay, it, if you want yeah. to paint a yellow one, if you want to paint yellow, I'll do them yellow, mate, because now I've got my eye in on that. I'm the yellow lord. You paint a lord of skeletons in yellow. I say well. I'm the yellow king. Oh, bit of a Lovecraft reference um, what, what do you say? So, something about yellow skeletons? Yeah, you painted some away, skeletons yellow, didn't you? Avaland or whatever the fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I did, I did fairness, I did use a brush for them. Um, mm. And the reason they don't look like they've done me wax crayon is because we covered in about 37 layers of Agrax Earthshade. Yeah, yeah. But, but at, at six feet on a battleboard, you can't, you can't tell. So. Battleboard. Battleboard. We don't use a battleboard, do we? We use a table. So, uh, well, what else yeah. apart from gaming then, mate? Any, any, any like miniatures you've got your eyes on? Obviously, that massive AOS dragon. I've seen you bought that already. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. I just thought I really love Disney, so why not? You know, it's full spiral. Exactly. I was, I was like, can't spy the dragon, man. Why would you pay 100 quid for that? Still got a PS2. That's mental. Um, yeah, so doing a bit more in person gaming. Uh, I was trying to get better at painting this year. That was like a thing because I'd just been the one person out of our little group of mates that bothered doing the painting for everyone. So I, was, I felt <laughs> like I was doing everything to like tabletop standard with a dry brush or yeah, uh, as simple as possible. So actually trying to enjoy it a bit more has been the aim for this year. Mm, that's a good show. Um, t- teaching myself how to use an airbrush going into next year so I don't rage quit and flip the table. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on eBay in 10 minutes, won't it? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Used once. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly used, used airbrush in the middle. <laughs> You'll be right. You'll you'll be fine, mate. Are you painting fucking that chaos dwarf is absolutely sick. Even the color yeah. choices on that just fucking yeah. You know, it, it was just mint. It did remind me a little bit of Wario with the colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I was yeah. um. It's because Darren Darren challenged me to uh let's change exchange painting styles, but obviously he's a professional studio painter. So <laughs> I was like, what can I do to show off? I was like, I'm gonna give him eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was good, really. Oh, I did like that. It just looked, it looked fucking great. So, yeah, mint. Yeah, I was busy staring at old pictures of the Chaos Dwarfs, trying to get them to be the most like weird, color clashy old hammer flex I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you nailed oh. that definitely. Yeah. It suits the Chaos, that Chaos Dwarf. All the all the old ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they just look weird, don't they? They got that Ottoman Empire vibe, haven't they? Yeah, kind yeah. of, they're just really, really odd bits of models, though. But that, how good is that Lama suit? Yeah, it's so oh good. mate, that thing is fucking amazing. Love it, absolutely there's, love it. There's a lad on um, Instagram who started like re sculpting them. Um, called, I think it's called Fables L, wasn't he? Or he's he's sick. Uh, the little sorcerer I painted was one of his. He just like sculpts them in digital clay and then puts out the FPLs. Oh, free. cool. All right. And his stuff is dope. So if you ever want to find any that are like not monopose, that are gun toting and um, gun toting, or like I think he's about to do a 
a big Lannister or something for the end of the year. But he's got some um, hobgoblins as well he sculpted, which were a nightmare if you've ever tried to fight him. Um, and they look wicked. That's cool, actually, because realistically, do a, an old hammer Chaos to our farming without paying through the nose to do it. Yeah, yeah, 100%, because that's one of the um, scenarios I was going to rob out of Go Trek and Felix was uh, to do a little one where you've got a bunch of dwarfs in using the uh, Warhammer quest board, like trying to leave the leave the mine, and they've, they've got like uh, Chaos Dwarfs trying to break in the front and a bunch of Chaos Warriors trying to break in through the um, through the mines. Cool. Someone to try and do like some like mini Warhammer skirmish rules or something like that. You could try that, that war, uh, sorry, uh, what's it called, war cry. Rob really rates that war cry rule set, don't he, for little mini skirmish yeah, games. Yeah. He really rates it. Really, yeah, I, like, I, likewise, I've listened to him talk about it, and I've just read the rules, and it looks dope. Yeah. It's really good. So, we were kind of umming and ahhing about it, weren't we? Like, yeah, yeah. I think... So I want to try out Mordheim first, though, just because it's got that old school feel to it. That'll match with the Warhammer 8th edition that we're playing. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, it's not as slick, is it? I mean, I think that's what you know, I think what we said about Warhammer one, it was like it's gonna be janky, it's gonna be a bit weird, but that's kind of what makes it. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah it's a bit crazy, isn't it? It is crazy pavement. <laughs> <laughs> it was the eighties, you know, it was what was done. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely got that power. You uh, and Connor, I think you'd love the fact that we were playing uh, dwarfs versus orc mob, and yeah. the, every time you try and take a turn with the orcs and the goblins, every single one has to do an animosity roll. That's the spell, best. Just pick a fight. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, like, you always outnumber anyone you play, but half your people are always trying to pick the other one's teeth in. <laughs> like... oh, that's just an extra layer of flavour, isn't it? That's kind of what you'd expect. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Though. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Got a lot of time for orcs, mate. Yeah, I'm good at orcs, really. It's fucking sick. Especially, I mean, the GW orcs, are maybe not as much now, but they used to just be the, the just cool as fuck. Just like proper tongue-in-cheek, yeah. uh, like black comedy, but still all just rip your arms off in a heartbeat. Yeah. It's like football. You... <laughs> Soccer <laughs> violence. Yeah, I've never really thought of them like Millwall fans, but yeah, there's a lot. That's basically what they are, isn't it? That's kind of what they're based on, isn't it? Like, I mean, mate, Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> here we go, here we go, and all that. It's like, like I, yeah, that's. I think that's kind of a bit of the vibe, isn't it, almost? Yeah, love definitely. It, love it. Yeah, so uh, what was I going to say? What were you asking me? Did you ask me a question? Oh, I can't oh, remember. Paint stuff, paint stuff, do stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, I don't think we introduced you. So, uh, do you know what I mean? This is how sick this podcast is. We didn't even yeah. tell people who the fuck you were. So, do you want to, do you want to like, say who like who you are and, like, where we can find you on Instagram and stuff? Yeah, that'd be useful, wouldn't it? Uh, is this we do it at the end? Oh, yeah, thanks, Connor. Yeah, I, I'm Niche Micro Influencer on Instagram. Covered yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> covered underscore of underscore shame. So, if you like old hammer painting and... Uh, Opinions about inclusivity and supporting the community, then that's where you can find it. Get your fuck over, get yourself over there. You, what did you paint for our raffle giveaway thing, you and Bobba? I, uh, I painted an Imperial Fists captain that I was trying to do a retro version of. Yeah, man, converted up, all converted up and that. But I got the wrong end of the stick when I first heard you do it. I thought everyone was supposed to paint an Imperial Fist. That's why I did an Imperial Fist. That's all right, mate. Fuck it, it looks awesome. You nailed that old, oh, that old hammer five as well. So with the checks and the uh, checkerboard. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, I've got yeah, all these Marines it. kicking around from different like box sets that I ended up inheriting bits of. Uh, and so I just like, if you don't put gun barrel flames on them or checkerboards or se- secretly write kill on their shoulder pads, they're pretty boring <laughs> to paint. <laughs> Mint. How hard are flames though? It's fucking really hard to do because you got to use yellow again. I could never yeah, do like, it. Yeah. Cheat, really just you use do. white. Use white and then just slap yellow contrast on the top. That's, that's the shout. There we go. That's a, a hack, yeah. life hacks. I like it. Painting hacks. Life, life hacks from underscored. Cover, well, I can't even fucking... Oh, my head's gone. I've worked, I've worked too hard today. Yeah, you've yeah, been working too hard, mate. You're working well too hard. I've been playing RuneScape during work too hard today. <laughs> Yeah, we'll edit that bit out. <laughs> I mean, you're leaving anyway, to be fair, but fucking, oh, yeah, just for the time being, we'll, uh, we'll leave that a little bit. While your non compete still active, Connie, you've got to, you know. I know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, mate. Fucking hell. Anything else, mate, before we fragging head off? Before we head off? No, just doing some more stuff in person. That was like, was my other mild takeaway from Trial by Dice is that there's a lot of people who who like all this stuff, yeah, man. hearing you lads talk about, you know, food pairings and Warhammer, which Snickers goes best. <laughs> How <laughs> fucking good was Shadow Rider Dice? It was so nice hey, to yeah. actually see people like you've been chatting to during lockdown and that in person. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, fucking yeah. so nice just to catch up with people like you and like Josh um, from Eye of Terror and that. It was just fucking, it was just great just to see some friendly faces, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was sick, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was mint. Well, I was leaving down here and everyone was like, don't get murdered by your friends on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, to be yeah. fair, in that fucking, uh, in that hall, it, it yeah. could conceivably have happened. Oh, <laughs> in yeah, that definitely. hall with Nate, Nate giving the intro was like, if you're, if you're, you're rude, you're not inclusive. I bet yes, The DCI burn side of, uh, of Dungeon Punks. <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely, I was like, wow, what have I got us into? Yeah, um, yeah no, it's it so good. So good to see people. That was, that was going to be my, my next year, was to uh, like do more stuff in person, get some people down here, see if we can do more chillers because everyone wants to play all these old games. Yeah, man. Yeah, fucking sound. You'll have to get a fucking D&D group going at yours or like a role-playing group at yours. Not, maybe not D&D. Yeah, yeah role-playing definitely. I tell you what, Sam, I can recommend that fucking, um, we're going to run it up here, the Warhammer fantasy role play I mean you can, in fairness you can get the old rule book for like fucking 20 quid these days but for like 17 quid you can get the little box the starter box out of fourth edition um, mm. and it's got enough in that to last you a year like maybe oh more it's, it's packed full of information now if you sack off some of the weird combat bits like advantage and that um, yeah. it's a bit D&D you can you, you can get a lot of mileage out of that um, yeah, yeah, you did I fancy running that a few it was minutes my no, it's a great shout power. It's my the first like role play book I bought um uh, at the start of the year was someone recommended getting an old copy and I found one for like twenty five quid on eBay. But it's the oh, second edition one with all, the, yeah. with all the weird punk art inside it. It was like <laughs> mint. Um so yeah, well uh yeah, I'm thinking about giving that a go. It's you're right though, the combat looks super tech is this was really yeah. it's just like roll sure. a hundred see which inch of their body you yeah. hit you're just like oh yeah, yeah cool. fuck that noise just yeah just role play it rather than roll it I mean I don't know it depends how crunchy you like your games we, we, we're not particularly crunchy we're more like storytelling games um, so it depends on your style of role playing doesn't it yeah I'm just not be pacifists yeah just don't fight book. just yeah. don't fight yeah. 
just just be the one rat catcher that lays down and lets the beast and stomp and it's not really dead. <laughs> I'm just getting eaten by rats. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I reckon, I reckon in 2022, what we're going to do, even if we don't do it in person, online, I think we should do a middle earth crisis mini campaign for Warhammer fantasy roleplay. Yeah. I think I think we should do that. I, I reckon Chippers would be in for it. You'd be in for it. See who fancies it. Um, I'm just throwing it out there now that it might might happen or it might not. Uh, but it might be a good idea. But you're internet celebrities now. You got you got to stick your neck out on this. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, we have uh, over 200 followers on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most of which are people we know. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how it starts, lads. You know, that's how the, that's how the snowball starts. Oh, <laughs> we'll lunch, 2023, it, we'll be fucking, we'll be living in golden houses on our own island. That's it. The dream rich off that internet money. Oh, aye. Right, right I then, think mate. that's it. We're going to run out of time. So fucking mega mate, thank you for joining us on uh, on our Christmas special. Is there any it's shout outs you want to make uh, in the last little bit? Just get them going now. Get, get them going. Give me 10 Some seconds. People already, people already mentioned uh, Ari and Darren are top lads on the Instagram, but everyone on the Instagram community is on, on uh, Dungeon Punks, Middle Earth Crisis, Hef, Realm of Fire. They're all top blokes. <laughs> Primarily blokes. <laughs> top yeah. blokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, top people. It's really good. It's great to see everyone like encouraging others to like do more creative stuff, more hobby, get involved, don't be a dick. Yeah, so Definitely. Everyone, everyone who makes that a good thing. Cracking. Nice one, mate. Yeah. Sick. Fully backed. Cheers for jumping on, Sam. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, cheers. Mega Sorry mate. it wasn't any more, any more spicy takes than, uh, than that. But, uh, that's all right. That's, that's as much as we can handle, to be honest. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not spicy takes. We're, no. we're tepid takes on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, we, we can't handle spicy takes. No. We're too old. We, we come out in hives, yeah. We're too old for that business. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> my bunions, man? <laughs> Bun- uh, bunions. Bunion side dish. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell! This is just this is nothing though. Right, well, I did this podcast. All right, lads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, see you later. See you later. This won't be in, this won't be out in time for that this you know. No, no, but can you see it though? Yeah, yeah. Corporal Hicks. What's it? Are these characters? Pharaoh, fly me friendly. What That's are these, cool. Bordy? They're the tables, they're the table markers for oh, uh mate. that is sick. That is absolutely sick. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> what that's sick.
Yeah, I reckon people will buzz off that. They have to have seen aliens. Don't oh, care yeah, who you are. Right. Fucking razzle-dazzle. So, that was a... Uh, razzle-dazzle. Uh, razzle-dazzle. That was fucking awful. Right, actually, before, before <laughs> we fucking start, do you, do you want to chat about WAP or do you not ask about WAP? Uh, well, Bori's not fucking... I'll tell you what, what we can Bori do... Bori fucking loves WAP. He always what, fucking loves when we talk about WAP. What I'm saying is we can ask Mark of the Boardman whether we've wetted his whistle in relation to some uh, Warhammer fantasy. I feel like we have. I feel like we might have. We might have wetted his whistle. <laughs> so we can get him in on that as well. Go on then. <laughs> right, that was quite a heavy, uh, heavy topic, but we feel we need to uh, draw yeah. line in the sand. And at least I hope we out. didn't sound like cunts, but I feel we feel like it, need, it needed to be said kind of thing. Yeah. There's a lot of circle jerking, which is fair enough because we do all hate racism, but we, we need to like, act on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Think what it needs. Okay, yeah, whatever. That's, that's done. Right, so I think we're going to chat about WAP for a bit, maybe. What, and then... wireless access protocol? That's no, not been about since we're... the 90s. Wet ass pussy, mate. <laughs> that's Cardi B song, isn't it? <laughs> oh, is it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, like, that's all I can think about every time I fucking see yeah, that. Fucking I do thing. as well, that's what I thought. <laughs> Did you not know that, Paolo? <laughs> no. we need to put, we, we're going to put that on the fucking uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, it. it It's going to be Christmas music and fucking <laughs> Cardi B. We're not oh, playing God. Christmas music on fuck me. Are we? Uh, I don't know. We'll figure out. I think I'm gonna do. Uh, I'll. I'll leave it. I'll. I'm gonna do a minute intro, but I'll leave it to. I think they've already. They've already heard it, Andy. But yeah. Um. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, me and Paolo played another game of WAP. It was what was it? Oh, obviously it was vampires versus fucking ogres again. Um, it was a fucking. It, this was probably the best game of Warhammer I've had in fucking ages. It was mega, mate. It was yeah. absolutely mega. Whatever, it the, whatever could go wrong, kind of <laughs> did go wrong, but also in a in a, in a Warhammer way. There was some in, in, insane fucking magical rounds with like po- thirty-two fucking cast spells. That was on. mental. If I rolled a double one on that, my wizard would be fucking dead as fuck. It'd be all over that <laughs> fucking table, wouldn't it? it was, yeah. It was mental, mate. I tell you what, I was I was whinging about it last time because I didn't really know the rules set and I'd not really, I'd not really started understanding it yet because it takes me a while to fucking understand. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I'm not like fucking rules lord like you, but I got I started to get it properly and get you know start because building army lists is different. In it this is, one. yeah. It's not the same. It does feel no. different. So, that so what do you feel like? What do you feel like creating an army list and? Did you like it or did you not like it? Yeah, it's fucking great. I still okay, think there's right, too yeah. many magic items. There's still a lot on there. So yeah, I, I kind like of hundreds. agree with you there. Yeah, there is a lot of magic items. But I like it. I like it as well because that means you can customise your characters even more. And to be fair, in this, I feel like a lot of the magic items are actually pretty useful. Yeah. Maybe no, not absolutely. the army book ones, but a lot of the real book ones are. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely... It, it feels... It feels mint to be honest. It's a really good system. Yeah. Um, like if it like a couple rolled in together. I mean, Bordy, what was the last fantasy you played? Would it be second, fourth ed, or would it be earlier than that? What was the one that came with the cardboard figures? Was that, was that pre? Was that pre? Second, <laughs> second edition, I think. It came with a box in a box with the three books. Is that Ark Drift or whatever it's called? Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. One? yeah. Now, I've, I've probably played whatever it was when Slaves to Darkness came out. I was still playing 
fantasy battle then. That sounds like fifth to me, I think. No, no, it's before no. that. I oh, okay. that it, was be- it would have been before the plastic, the first plastic box set, wouldn't it? Which was fourth. What, really? Yeah, I think so. Slaves yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't a plastic. Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a uh, plastic rules, uh, plastic oh, figures. It was just a real yeah, book. metal figures. Bought, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just that, a real book. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And then the. Um, it was the, the first, I think it was the first one where it was one hardback rule book because before that it was three different ones. Yeah, yeah three different. It had the um, books. guy splitting the orc skull on the front of it, didn't it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard. Yeah. This, um, yeah, that's, yeah, so that's quite a, quite a while ago. You know what? I don't quite think a while ago, yeah. I only played a few games of that um, in GW on Thursday nights. You know, Dad used to drop me off and leave me a few, few hours to play play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, I, I could... <clears throat> Is, is our fucking rules chat wetting your whistle for a bit of a uh, rank of flag? Nah. Nah. not? Not at he all. He chats so much shit. No, nah, not at all. It's just Are not, you joking? Just not my bag, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, not uh, even if we gave you a fully painted army to play? Yeah, of course I will play it, yeah. There we go. Let's have a look. Every time we put an episode out and talk about Warhammer Fantasy Battle, you're always like, oh, oh good, good talk with the Warhammer Fantasy guys. Yeah, it's, good, oh. yeah, it's a difference between good talk and wanting to play, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, but as a tactics master, though, you must fucking... It must, it must be, oh, I want to get back in, want to get back in it, do you know what I mean? And there's yeah, a lot of tactics it, for this. Just looking got... through it, just looking through it, I'd say third edition, probably. Yeah, that, probably. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that big hardback book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, that uh, you say when it came out on this? I was looking on Lexicanum or whatever, but it's late eighties, wasn't it? Because hey, late eighties into early nineties, because fourth came out in about ninety two, ninety three. Oh, did it? Did it? Because yeah. it had the cardboard Grom the Paunch and the cardboard Eltharian, I think, and then they just right, had okay. the high elf archers spearmen. Eighty seven, it came out, mate. There you go. Eighty. That sounds man. right. That sounds right. Yeah. What's insane? It's probably not changed that much. I, I, I never. I don't think I played first edition. First edition was first edition the role playing game or no? Nineteen eighty three. It, it had a little bit role play. Nineteen eighty four. Second edition. I played that. The box set with the free book. Yeah. Oh, we're not fucking Gognard files. We so <laughs> fuck me. All right. Yeah. Eighty seven was the one I probably played the most. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I think you'd like it, Mark. It's it's a bit different to uh, I don't know. I think I think you like it more than forty k. I think I feel like you it's will. a bit yeah. more fucking. I'd like it more than modern modern 40k. I think, I think a... you'd like. I think you'd like modern 40k if you give it a proper chance. But um, I don't know. I think you would. We'll get. There's a lot we'll of get, fucking. We'll get the yeah, I mean, with modern 40k, there's a lot of fucking moving models. Like with all the, at least with all the 40k's, you have smaller armies. I find yeah. it a bit fucking yeah. dry when you're moving thirty or forty squads of fucking. You know, so many models. Like yeah. ten well, you, squads you, of ten necks. You do choose like armies like that though, like necrons and yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, if you play an Eldar and you've only got wave serpents and fucking fight prisons, you're not really that fast. <laughs> but yeah, well, you're a gamey con, mate. That is true. Yeah. I also don't like moving models, which is why I have a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, fucking hex race can fuck off as well. Oh, mate, how good! Mate, are that was so. And so spirituals. Yeah, so they charged into my fucking Morphang on, the, on like my left flank, and my Morphang fled from them, and they ran through my entire army and mm-hmm. fled the entire army. It was fucking shit. It was fucking good though. You didn't lose any of them though, did you? Your shit box. No, I think you did like two wounds to one of them. Or <laughs> two wounds. Two wounds. I feel like what? I feel like we're getting better games though because of the WAP rule set. I feel like it's a little bit more balanced. Ogres versus VC at least. 
and without the craft. Oh, what addition? So. What addition is it then? The what rules? It's like eight. It's a living with, rule book, isn't it? Yeah, it's like eight mixed, eighth mixed with sixth. I'd say. Yeah. Like yeah. There's, no, there's no like hordes or anything, so you're playing with like you know those like cool infantry sizes where it's like twenty four, not like yeah, forty. Yeah. It's like a cool like block of infantry. Um. Yeah. The 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 fucking the magic powers are mental, like in eighth edition, not like super super sick like in seventh where it's like slick they're more like random and mental yeah um, yeah so it's like a mixture between all of them i think i think it's a pretty good rule set if you look um, at the board so, body when we set it up it reminds me of a game from probably the early to mid 90s so like yeah, yeah. it's not got these mass it's more, more uh, msu it's, it does have that feel to it so you've got lots mm. of little smaller units across the board not just like three fucking blocks of yeah. 300 warriors or something so the- one of the things i was going to do was make i was wondering if that work was make that war on a townscape get it printed off at work mount it on some phone card and make the build oh. townscape but i didn't know if it'd be too close in then to use because when i looked at the table you were kind of like had a bit of scenery there a bit there and then a bit there that's all the scenery we've got oh, okay right <laughs> the, 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 the reason is that it was a bit sporadic is because we haven't fucking got any but also, I do want to play Mordheim, so... Oh, mate. Do you yeah. know what I mean? How good would a, would a Mordheim uh, campaign be? I found a real set online, which fucking looks sick. There's, like, like 200 fucking like, warbands you can fucking choose from. It looks mint. That's a lot of warbands. Would you, yeah, would you say that, that might be too many warbands? No, nah, no, nah, because, because, because you're not going to use all of them, are you? Just, you're like, okay, I'll like, look at that one. I'll just go for that one. But what happens if you've got eyes bigger than your belly? Which we all have got hobby eyes bigger than our bellies. Yeah, man. Well, we just need to commit. We just need to pot commit, don't we? Because like, instead of actually just fighting around and trying to convert 10 beastmen, even though you've not done the hobby in like fucking nine years. <laughs> what an idea that was. So what I'm going to do, right, instead of like buying a normal little force, I'll convert them all. Uh, and I'll have someone else paint them. It's like, well, just fucking... Yeah, well, I was going to paint them myself. And the story then, was God, fucking sick. The story was So what I did was just sick. wrote a story and then left them in a bag in, in, the, in the garage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're here, right? Have you converted him yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've converted him into being <laughs> in one bag to being in a different bag. <laughs> <laughs> You've decanted them. But I bought a wallet as well. You know, like a cutting mat. I've got a cutting mat. All right. Yeah, but is that like your mouse mat? That's my mouse mat, yeah. No. <laughs> got like I mean, an A1 cutting, cutting mat, A2 cutting mat on my desk. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. So you could that's... technically use the beastmen for Mordheim. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not if you've got fucking last pistols or whatever. Yeah, well, they, have. Them. they haven't, have they? They've not been. These there. aren't, yeah. They're just like Ungars. Yeah. I think they're Ungars, aren't they? Ungars, yeah. But fucking yeah. just hit them together and you can play fucking Mordheim. I was like, like, yeah, I'll make, I'll make them into like fucking Imperial Guard Auxiliary Beastmen or whatever. And I want them all to be like albino as well because I'm really good at painting. Yeah, painting white is that easy, I think. Yeah, well. yeah painting paint white is really good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I want them all to be albino beastmen. I was like, how do we do that? And he's like, why would you do that? <laughs> the thing is, with all the fantasy battles, though, we've got a fucking, we'll have a Skaven army ready for you, little mate. So, mm. sorry. Just we'll if put, you, you did do Mordheim, what base yeah. would you put them on? Because Mordheim's square, innit? Definitely put them on squares. You definitely put them on squares, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like the look of a square base. I think it's like nostalgic, innit? It's very nostalgic. It is, yeah. I, I completely agree. So, well, yeah. that's it then. We're gonna we're gonna be doing more home in twenty twenty two. More time. Yeah. 
subsidies. Do, I, I want to do. I want to build these buildings. Actually, I do want to yeah. do that. We've been talking oh, about it for yeah. fucking ages, mate. You, you know, what? I like building stuff because I've got like a box. A box. Spectrum miniatures here. <laughs> Spectrum terrain that I haven't built yet that I bought like two years ago. Oh, mate, that's a lot of fucking. All laser cut shit there. Right there. Is that what? Is that, are they the ones that arch yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's that's like six years ago, mate. No, no, it's different. It's different stuff. It's oh, like, is it? I don't want to say it. I don't want to say what it is after what we talked about before, but it's there. Uh, Oh, don't worry about it. People fucking love that shit on the Discord, mate. So fuck it'll me. be ideal. It'll be ideal in a mid- uh, Middle Eastern country. Let's put it that way. The stuff I've bought. Right. Okay. Well, fuck it. Enough of this war of fantasy bullshit, then. No, I'm up for it. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Get it ready. So yeah, we'll fuck, we'll get a game in then. Would you rather play? play would you rather play War of Fantasy Battles WAP feat Cardi B, or would you rather play 40k? I don't want to play 40k. It's fucking that's, rubbish. okay. That's fair enough. I'm in the town, so I'm not interested. Do, mate, apparently, mate, the, 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 the rumors leaks for the tower look fucking sick. Like what? Load of fucking. I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to say it and get your hopes up, but apparently they're going to put them to BS3. They're going to put them to yeah. So which is the old, which is the old BS4? No, up, no BS3 is like BS4 was. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, that yeah. Means you yeah. Hit, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that means yeah, you hit so, so almost like they've all got targeting the race. Yeah, yeah, which is which is fucking which is what they should fucking yeah. have in it. But all, all the vehicles look like Mighty, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ones. Then <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? That's what they all look like, innit? Them ones with like five million arms and a billion guns on them, rather than just. Oh yeah, they are a bit fucking. Rather than little suits, like yeah. Yeah, but you don't have to go for the fucking big stuff. You can still get loads of like. Yeah. Rip, does it rip Yeah, but you thing? do that. You you do that, and then Connor comes on. And he's got fucking three Eldar Titans. Yeah. Mate, Eldar are fucking shit as well. We could we could do shits off. <laughs> Eldar are fucking shit now. I've got fucking high hopes for both. How and Eldar codexes because the new stuff seems to be. If you're not, are you? Are you fucking? I'll tell you what. So. Sell all your Eldar. Sell all your fucking. Nah, nah. I'm pot committed to Eldar. Yeah, I've, yeah. Because they're supposed to be combining Eldar, Craft Worlds, and Harlequins, aren't they? So again, <laughs> again, they've, they've, they've fucking combined and decombined that fucking. Yeah. Bunch of well, combining them back together again, are they? Apparently so. Yeah, that's what mm. I've heard. Brilliant. Yeah. Is that? Why, why fucking... is that... <laughs> Is that Yanari thing still a thing? Is that not a separate thing? Oh, I forgot about that. that. I don't yeah. know. Is that I don't still know. going? That fucking thing with half a face? It should be. I think so. Yeah, it should be. That yeah. was fucking weird. That. Do you remember that, that was, weird fucking yeah. story you brought with that with a cat and that? I couldn't fucking. That was when I switched I, off Eldar. I'll tell you what. what that is. must be. That must be fucking satire because <laughs> I was about to say that. That's well satirical. <laughs> a fucking guy with half a face and a magic cat. It's put. It's full on whapping it. One cast piss take. <laughs> yeah, that is literally <laughs> what it is. Yeah, it's a bit mental. Bit of satire for the lads. Fuck right. Okay, yeah, I'm pumped for... Oh, Pablo, have you, managed to, have you managed to get some actual vampires into your vampire counts? Uh, you I, can put so many vampires into oh, the mate, vampires. So at want. least three in a uh, in a vampire count time, at least three. I wonder if that's enough for Brendan, though. Probably not, no. No. I want at least ten. <laughs> no, I do get his point, to be honest with you, because it is not know. like shitbird. It, it, if all right, I, I will, I will caveat that by um, the WAP list body has got you can have thralls in it and stuff as well. Yeah, 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 like, like humans and stuff. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, because it's the the original like none of the warmer armies have had that, but this has got. Um, it's got. So I never understood. I, I never understood them doing vampires as if they were like necromancers. 
Yeah, they're not, are they? They're the vampires. No, yeah, yeah, vampires. So yeah. human thralls. You yeah. look at vampire literature, and that's what they do. So never really understood the the idea. I understand them having make putting them in that thing where they they, they go with a lich master. Mm-hmm. Or that kind of makes sense. But yeah, if you watch, say, uh, Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, the um, Hammer House of Horror, um, like kung fu film, they they use the vampires in that use zombies. I think it is more. It's not like a normal vampire in Warhammer, though. It is more like that. They're yeah, like all yeah. powerful fucking because they are like necromancers, aren't they? Because they, because they can raise dead. That's the idea, isn't it? Yeah. Like they're, yeah, like yeah. they're, they're almost yeah. like self-sustainable, like um, fucking counties, aren't they, or whatever? But they do have like thralls and stuff in that as well, don't yeah, they? Of course. Yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. It kind of throws it open to do a lot more scope than what you perhaps, perhaps would yeah. be able to do in 8th or any of the GW And releases. especially because the, the ghouls and the crypt horrors and stuff are all not, not undead as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which and they're like, not, uh, are they, really? They're just uh, fucking bad, yeah. well, horrible humans. And then, like, uh, the vampire, vampiric special rule actually being decent now, where, yes. it, where it gives you, like, fucking superpowers, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking re-rolling wounds, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, re-rolling failed mm. wounds. Yeah, re-rolling successful wounds against That's you. That's it. It's fucking hard. Dude, that. Mate, it's good. I fucking I made a coven from the other day. It was like six hundred points, but it had like a two-up save, four ward save. It was vampiric, and it had like fucking ten attacks on it. A level three wizard, <laughs> dude. It was fun. I was fucking buzzing for you to use that. I'm like, this is gonna be so sick when he paints it. I can't. Yeah, I'm fucking. I am looking forward to painting that. It's just such a bonkers model. Yeah, that killed like... my entire army in one round. <laughs> Let's fucking find out. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, what, that's what you want though for a vampire, like here, like Lord, isn't it? Just in killing fluff, an entire fucking, army. Yeah, they are absolute monsters in the fluff. That's just so cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, but you can you can do all that. So I rec- I think Brenda would dig Warhammer Army's project because it will let him pretty much play. I mean, it won't let him play ten vampires in his army because it's just not going to do that. But you can get. I think we shoot on three in, didn't we? Yeah. We, we haven't started ramps. putting blood. We haven't started putting like blood knights and stuff in yet, though. They're mm-hmm. vampires. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you can use um, a lot of auxiliary units, which are vampires as well. This is just characters, so you can use yeah. vampire units as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can throw that in. It's fucking. It's. I, I reckon, buddy. Have a have a look at some of them army lists to see what you think because they they're, they're so much more flavorful. I, I I dare to say it. They're a lot more flavorful than GW. I think they really are. They've got yeah, like the vampire one. It's got every vampire character from all, basically it's all mental. the fluff. Like yeah. what, have GW made any comment on this thing? Or... Uh, no, not that. No. No, no, no. Radio silence. But I mean, if yeah, you think right. about it, the last, what, how long has Age of Sigma been out? Seven years. It's too basically long. been too long. It's basically been selling Warhammer models for Game yeah. Workshop. They don't even have to fucking try. It's still it's like that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that ninth age. That ninth age things yeah, really like. Yeah, yeah. Because they've even got a real book on Amazon. Like you can buy the real book for like fifteen squids off Amazon. They've just got to change Skaven to Ratman, aren't they? And stuff vermin like that. Swarm. Vermin swarms. Yeah, it's fucking. I mean, it is. It, I think it's it's good that stuff like that still exists because you can. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen more when you release the old world. What do you think then, though? Maybe. I want to make sure to fucking download all them rules books before it happens. Yeah, fucking big time. Yeah, get some, uh, yeah. get them all downloaded, and then yeah, once you get them downloaded, you can you can do what you want with them. I mean, it might be that the new 
no, no, it's not going to be that good, is it really? Because it's not a living will set, whereas Warhammer's project is. So before we move off Warhammer and into um, like Vampire and whatever uh, Mark wants to talk about, can we just, can everyone just go on the Games Workshop website for me and have a look at, um, I think it's Dragon Week. Um, <laughs> have any, has anyone seen this? Dragon Week? It's huge, Charizard. <laughs> fucking Spiral of Dragons just been released, haven't they? After all, I think, you know why they've done that? Because we moaned about it last episode. Literally. <gasps> whoa, 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 have you gone down to the bottom of the article? Dude, oh, what the fuck is that? Is it a Warhammer community or is it on there? There's, there's, there's more little fucking spirals, mate. And there's a, there's a uh, there's a Sigmarine. Where are you finding there. this? Where are you finding this shit? Type it? in War... I, I, can I link is it? Is it Warhammer community? I'll try and link it. How do I... Uh, oh, I'm just on the normal... Yeah, I am as well. I can't find click, it. Click, it's click on Warhammer community. So Click the link. I got it, I got it. Dragon Week. Crondis. Dragon Week. Is that like Shark? Is it like Shark Week on this screen? Yeah, yeah, it's basically yeah, Shark Week on the dragons. Oh my god, that's all shit. How ah! shit are they? How shit are they? Storm Drake Guard. It's me. like, right, I, I like I don't uh, mind the CG like the CGI, not the CGI, sorry, the uh, fucking what do you what do you call it? What's that thing that you use, Mark, to build stuff? CAD the CAD, CAD. stuff. CAD. Yeah. But that that is so bad. It looks like CGI. Oh, mate, that fucking guy with the flaming sword flying the dragon. Yeah. It's like that Dungeon yeah, Dragons Fuck game. Off. You know that fucking... They've got yeah, a game, yeah, yeah. a dragon game, haven't they? It's that. How it's, bad is that? Yeah. That is shit. How hell. bad is that? Look at the... The dragon's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's rubbish, isn't it? It is fucking mush. It's unbelievable, isn't it? That sword, though. <laughs> which, which one's mush? The dragon. The one where the fellow with the... Yeah, with the fucking flaming sword. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, mate. Oh, mate, the one where he's got a lance and he's, like, smirking. Dude, dragon. he looks like a... No, oh, mate. Oh, that, that, that blue dragon where he's smiling pisses me off so much. I don't like it. I think it's bollocks in that. Yeah. It's literally like a D&D dragon. They need, they need who, to, like... Who the fuck... I love how he's got gauntlets on, like a Power Ranger. <laughs> like, symbols on. You're obsessed with... Oh, he has on it. Yeah. He's got, yeah, he's got the fucking things. On. Yeah. He's yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah. Megazord, bro. Yeah, it does. It looks like a Megazord. That's bad. That is bad. Hang on, let me keep that in mind, and let me send you this the fucking this this stellar piece. Uh, this is not this piece I'm going to send you now is not satirical. This is just straight up fucking sick. We always devolve into this bit at some point in the episode. Just look. Yeah, but I, we, I had to mention that. I like how bad is that compared That's to that. this? This fucking sickness. That's a fucking. Ah, is this That's it, a fucking. Yeah. Old, this is the old one, isn't it? Yeah, that's a sick dragon. It's gnarly, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's hanging. So, sorceress on black dragon. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking hanging. That's only fair, thirty-five quid. Yeah, yeah. How much do you reckon the new was going to be? They must have better about hundred twenty quid out there. Yeah, twenty quid. That's yeah. actually all right for thirty-five quid. That. Yeah, yeah. it's there. In fairness, it is wearing gauntlets. Yeah, but that, yeah, but dark. You know what dark elves like though? They love a gauntlet, don't they? Dark yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're dead fucking weird, aren't they? Yeah, it's probably right. a fucking, he's probably got a fucking chain. It's probably a slave in it. Yeah, they're right bastards, dark elves, aren't they? No, nobbits. I don't like the woman. I don't like the woman rider. The fella. The, yeah, the fella is better. Yeah, yeah. I prefer more armor on me. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. Yeah, I just don't like women. I'm like, uh, what's he called? Tony oh, oh yeah, Cushman, like yeah, what's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Cushman, yeah. Me and Tony just fucking hate women, mate. Yeah, she's a bit mouthy, isn't she? She's got her own. Yeah. Mouth. yeah. Oh, one, oh. 
days a week. Wet ass pussy. Think that pull out gave me. Nigga, catch a charge, it's your large and it's your heart. Put this pussy right in your face, something knows like a credit card. Hop on time, I wanna ride. But you do that full time, yeah, man. That is your fucking your job, is yeah, it's dead, yeah, paying placeholders for a little bit, yeah. How's yeah. that? that? Yeah, that Darren. Mad. How are you doing? You right, good, yeah, you, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, all right, full time. That's mad, that the dream. <laughs> Not only going to be in front of Space Marines endlessly. Japan <laughs> <laughs> was popular. Yeah, Costia. Fucking big power on the voice, Costia. They are the biggest as well, heavy intercessors, aren't they? Absolutely yeah. humongous. They're in fucking Gravis Armour, man, they're massive. Yeah. Is that the they're Terminator are... ones? Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. I quite, yeah, I quite like them. Those models yeah, got quite good. good. They're yeah. pretty chunky, aren't they? Yeah. I should get fucking cracking then. I've got no plans for this at all, so come on, Connor, you're going to have to lead us there. <laughs> well, it was just what, what we went through with Sam in it, uh, covered the shame in it, so... Um, so, plants. So we'll, yeah, plants. Plant, yeah. yeah anti- <laughs> nice. Fucked on plants, man. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Darren, we'll go through um, what you've been up to this year, yeah. um, your plans for next year, yeah. you know, hobby-wise and all that, and then um, yeah. just if you've got any fads or anything, if you want to treat us to a fad, and you can, yeah, you can go, you can go through that. So, uh, we'll give you a little second to think about uh, a fad, and then we'll just crack on with that. If that's all right, are we going to introduce it first? So, yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. Actually, we introduced Sam at the end because we so, forgot. Yeah, we forgot. <laughs> so let's let's just say we've got Darren here, aka Bearded Painting, uh, yeah. from Instagram. Uh, you'll probably you probably follow him already. Um, he gave us loads of shit for the uh, for the for the raffle as well. So big thank you to Darren for that. Um, so we've got him on for a quick a little little cheeky chat for the Christmas special because um, we're just in, like, introducing him now because then we don't have to splice it in later on because we forgot. Forgot last time, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Professionalism is all about. Always, <laughs> always. Right, so fads, come on. We say my my fads. So um, unfortunately, I stopped playing Magic the Gathering again, didn't I? Oh my I god! Off for many years and and picked it up digitally, and I've now got a pack of Crimson Bow stood on my desk right here, which I opened yesterday. So yeah, Magic might have got me back. I think. So with so Magic, you were pl- go are on, you playing it digitally? Or are you playing yeah, it? I was that, yeah. How the fuck? What, talk us through this. So you're playing a card game with no cards. <laughs> what, what do you buy? Nothing, which is the fucking lifesaver of the whole thing, if I'm honest with you. Um, no, um, Arena went to free on Android and iOS on uh, on mobile. So I download Arena, I'm just stop playing on Arena. Yeah. So you don't have to buy anything? No, no, I'm kind of glad. Oh, it's, right, okay. It's a rabbit hole for sure. So, but, like, I'm getting back into Pokemon with David Ager, right? Ah, Pokemon yeah. Card game. yeah, yeah, yeah. I ah, bought, I bought cool. some cards and that. But for the Pokemon, there's a Pokemon online card game as well, but you have to buy the cards in real life. You get like a little yeah. code. Oh, you scan them in. Yeah, yeah. Is that not the same with Magic then? Do they, you can literally just play it like for free kind of thing? Yeah, you can literally play it completely for free. There's no code cards. And I know in Pokemon, yes. it's not like a back, isn't it? You turn it over, it's like a digital scan. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, with Magic, there's there's none of that. You can buy kind of the separate boosters and then you That's can decent, though. 
a little bit like that Hearthstone, if you've ever played that. Is it kind of yeah? Set? I know what Hearthstone is done by kind of. I think it's set in the, the World of Warcraft setting, doesn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can you cannot you can like not spend a penny on that and like play it for hours and hours. So it gives there off, is like, there is stuff you vibe. can buy. You can buy like microtransactions, but I mean they're they're literally cosmetic. There's there's actually all right. Weird. Yeah. That's they weird do. for Magic because they're yeah. like real money fucking driven, changing the decks every fucking twenty seconds, and you got to buy a whole <laughs> new game. So that's yep. mad to do it for free. It's pretty good as well. It's coded well and plays pretty well, and yeah, it looks good as well. That's mad. It must get enough people into playing like the tabletop magic for it to be worth mm. it, probably. I imagine kind of. I know Arena's been in the works for a while. To be honest with you, it was on PC for ages. Um, and then obviously COVID hit, didn't it? So I think they're trying to find a way to maybe. Okay, yeah. Yeah, kind of get people to not just give up on magic and mm-hmm. hide the house, you know what I mean? And maybe just play it digitally. But yeah, it's, it's good. Plays well. Plays well. Fair fucks, mate. That's good. that's that's a that's a pretty solid fad, to be fair, <laughs> and the fact that it's free as well. Yeah, yeah. can't yeah, argue with that. Way better than what Magic used to be when I play competitively. So yeah, I bet oh, you've seen some sites at them toys. Come on, give it, give uh, us a Magic the Gathering story. Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, I worked with Jamie from Coliseum Rex for a while, so. Um, oh fucking hell! Like, I don't know. Yeah, right. yeah, when he had the shop, he used to work with Jamie. Yeah, yeah. That's how I that's how I built Jamie and stuff. Small no way. Well, you, you guys were at a trial by darkness, right? I yeah. wasn't. Connor was. I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, what the fuck? Yeah. We've probably seen each other in like never caught. Yeah. I'm look at the yeah. picture yeah. now. Yeah, I'm trying to find you. Yeah. Um, oh man, like what craziest magic story? Um, I've seen like people get angry and kind of punch tables and stuff like that. I've never really seen like anything really bad, to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, just trying to think. Like, obviously, you bump into kind of characters, you know, kind of carrying around like My Little Pony dolls or whatever. But never anything <laughs> like. No, never anything like. Only bad, like you know, no table flips or anything like. That. Oh, it's no, boring. What the hell? I know, I know, I know. Just make some make, make, make cool, Yeah. No, like it was always good. To be fair, I used to enjoy the competitive side of magic. You kind of met people that got a bit salty for no reason when yeah. you're all doing the same thing. But no, it was always kind of semi, semi respectable really which is weird weird. Yeah. Fucking weird. Also, it's better well, a lot to be like bad cranks to be honest well, my mate was at one in fucking my mate of mine used to play in northern ireland and uh i'm sure he came over here from magic the gathering and it was just some fucking knobhead dressed as a what's that pokemon is it charmander the, the, the youngest one before it evolves the fire one that, fire that, one? Or, that orange fucking dragon yeah he's sick yeah. yeah some knobhead wandering around dressed like that that's pretty shit that's <laughs> pretty shit <laughs> there was like there was always people like dressed up and kind of get up you know kind of dressed up as planeswalkers or whatever kind of somewhere but I mean kind of the circles you keep in it like none of the guys I was going to tournament to were dressed up as fucking Zendikar creatures or fucking dragons or whatever so Whatever. <laughs> like, are you sure? Are you sure that I guy mean, in the Charmander wasn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, Jamie. When there's a uh, evolution to Pokemon, that's that's. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine Jamie dressed as Charizard and fucking you dressed as Charmander. <laughs> that's what I did. No, I'd fucking no, love that. No, that's not true. It's not that's true. Got to happen. I'll say that now. Next Charmander darkness theme yeah. Pokemon outfits for everyone. <laughs> I would be mint. <laughs> now what are you guys you guys planning on anything what have you guys been 
Oh no, we covered Faz. I can't. We can't go through Faz. We haven't got enough. Oh, we can't right. do Faz. Yeah, <laughs> no, we've done. I guess we've that's done right. Faz. I'll catch it in the. Uh, I'll catch it in the rewrite then. Right. Yeah. Right, mate. Have you got? What have you been up to in uh, twenty twenty one? Then have you been up to? Have you just been doing your? Uh, Oh, the siege stuff, like yeah, siege, yeah, siege. I've yeah, been yeah. doing siege. I've been doing your own stuff, or what have been up yeah. To? So twenty twenty one was kind of mad for me. Like, kind of COVID hit everybody pretty fucking hard, obviously, and kind of the back end of COVID or whatever. Um, and then I'd kind of just started doing this in like February, kind of full time, like permanently. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. So kind of my my experience of this year has been trying to work out how to like you know be my own business, I guess. You know, being self employed and yeah, yeah. By the studio for that. So my 2021's been pretty mental, I guess. Like personally for my own hobby side of stuff, kind of the beginning of the year, I said I wasn't gonna, you know, play as much or kind of, you know, get as much involved on the tabletop and kind of just get this stuff nailed down properly. Um, just so I have a better idea of what the fuck I'm doing going forward as well, you know. Um kind of just been winging it kind of across the year and then obviously I spoke to you guys about the uh the charity event uh, finished off that Sigvold, and I think that Sigvold's like one of three minis I've maybe painted for myself this year. Oh, for hell, man. Yeah, um, but I mean, it, it's good, like, I still enjoy it. I still love like painting stuff, but I guess I've got the benefit now of that you know, I can paint 10 15 guys and let them go and never feel bad about finishing an army. You know yeah, that's mean? true. Yeah, so yeah, I, guess I, I, can, I can understand that to be honest with you. If you're yeah. enjoying the painting side of it quite a lot then I'm, I've got no qualms in fucking painting an army and selling it on eBay literally yeah. don't, I mean, it's, it's nice to think of something you've painted being used in fucking Hawaii or Arizona or some shit yeah, do you know what I mean it's <laughs> I'd love to you know obviously meet you know a customer that my stuff went to from the studio or whatever and just you know have a chat with them like you know do you like it you're happy with it you know because like, yeah, yeah. well, once I paint it it leaves it's kind of done from where I'm concerned you know obviously get some feedback from the studio or whatever but like it's done, as far as I'm concerned. It's in with the next one, you know. Do um, they give you a brief, or does a customer give you a brief, or do you just get free reign? No, like, we get a bit of both. So, like, kind of, it's kind of all available on the website, but basically you kind of fill out what you want on a piece of paper, goes to the studio, or studio kind of quote it, write it up, and then we just get the write-up. So we just mm-hmm. kind of pin a brief. So, yeah, models turn up, pin them, and kick them back out the door. It's great. Good fun. Oh, so it's such a fucking weird... Crazy, it? it is it is like i mean you must have a lot of models to paint and you got i guess you got to paint them high quality and fast yeah yeah i mean yeah definitely i mean you, you see the stuff that kind of goes up on instagram you know like yeah it's, it's fucking it, brilliant it's there, you know that that's what comes out at the end and that's that's the end of it and obviously there's lots of steps in between that and there's the ugly phases in between when you know yeah, stuff yeah. Shit until mm-hmm. you kind of get you know the, the final nuts and bolts on it but i mean yeah it's, it's good fun i enjoy it it's nice it's to good that you enjoy it's it. It's a challenge, you know. It's a challenge to kind of not, you know, if, you, if you've got a, a marine army or whatever, you already know how you're painting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get like 30 yeah. models, and you're, you're good. You've got your recipes down, but kind of, you know, someone's going on one, like, you know, like those uh, Blood Angels I did, the converted ones, you know, somebody like, oh, well, then Blood Red. And you're like, okay, like, let's let's work this out. Let's just do it and kind of, yeah. that yeah. it's good fun. It's yeah, good fun. yeah, cool. So are you strictly painting like Games Workshop products? Or are you, are you no, out? no, no, no. Like we'll get whatever comes through. It's just obviously, right, okay. you know, they're the biggest company. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but no, like we do get other stuff through, but it's just not as common as mm-hmm. any of the workshop stuff, for sure. 
Yeah. So that's you ever been given something that you fucking you know, like some real wank that you're like, I really don't want to paint this. Like a razor gore or something. Like some of the really <laughs> shit. It's like, why um, is someone wanting a razor gore painted? Nah, not really. I mean, it sounds a bit weird. Like, I'll paint anything truthfully. Like, I know that sounds like a bit of a cop-out if I'm honest with you, but I think kind of when you do sit down and start a commission painting, you kind of can't really be picky anyway. Yeah. You, know? um, you kind of just sit down the attitude of, well, quicker I get it in, quicker I get it out. It's on to the next thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I personally, I'm not a marine guy. Like, I'm more of a Xenos guy through and through. Mm-hmm. So, marines and kind of power armor aren't really my fun. You know, I enjoy doing like skins and flesh tones and. Oh, you okay. fucking madman! No mad one likes that shit. Special <laughs> time on it. Fucking hell! Absolutely love it. Um, oh, listening man. to um, Brendan and um, uh, Rob. Rob, yeah, yeah. Pin his mega gog, and some like dude like mm. contrasting mega gog to make him vomit. Like, <laughs> I'm all about our life. Oh, dude, like it has a place without a doubt. But I, I did a mega gargle for somebody and, you know, absolutely smashed it. Loved it. It was great fun. So, like, yeah, like I, I love all that kind of stuff. But in terms of like, I did that big custodian job not too long back. Yeah, it looks smart. That. Particularly enjoyed by the end. I mean, obviously, it was done and, you know, yeah. I got it in and out and it was all good. But I think doing like mass amounts of one thing. Always right, okay. kind of, it's a struggle for me because yeah. I enjoy, you know, doing those wolf pieces like the Sigvald that I said to you guys. Like, yeah. I love being able to, like, get my teeth into something and giving it a lot more life. Yeah. Um, whereas once you get, like, when you're painting models on that volume, you yeah. know, you spend two days doing one colour and it doesn't look any different by the end of those two days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you've done it on 40 guys. And then, you know, by the time day seven or eight or three weeks later comes everything looks finished and you're like yeah that looks good yeah but you've gone through all of those like nothing changing for two and a half weeks you know so it's not so much i don't there's nothing i don't like painting but i'd rather work in smaller boxes than larger ones if i can yeah definitely definitely i get that i mean sometimes when you're doing a big batch of stuff like you said and you've you're fucking painting a little bit at a time and like nothing changes for like like eight middle steps in the middle. It's like I've yeah, fucking done exactly. I've sat here for four hours and nothing yeah. has fucking nothing changed. looks any different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you, you've known the same when you're doing those uh, imperial fists for, for the thing, right? You know, doing ten guys is fine. Doing those extra ten and then the contemporary yeah, yeah. bollocks, it's all yeah. Yeah. Mate, especially with Marines. Marines because they're all the same fucking pose and it's just the same yeah. over and over, mate. So fucking blagging it sometimes. Yeah. So are, I mean, you, are you airbrushing or are you just painting with a brush? Uh, both, both. Oh. I do kind of the majority, the majority of my base can't work with an airbrush. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. guys with a brush, you know, like you'd be. I'd be torch. Yeah, would be torch. That one. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Especially you know doing stuff like yellows or whites, and I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't hate doing those as much as others, but you still want to get a smooth finish, you know. And by the yeah. time you're ten hours into base coating five guys with a brush. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd I'd be done. I'd be yeah. absolutely tapped out, you know. But yeah, getting over the bill, cracking out the airbrush, and sitting for an yeah. hour or two. It's like it, consistent and clean throughout it. Like, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, everything looks the same. You yeah, know, there's yeah. no like, extra texture or whatever, and you know you don't have to worry about paint drying out or you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can get everywhere with the airbrush. You know, you can turn the model around. You don't have to like. Have octopus fingers to get your brush into somewhere you know, <laughs> that you can't reach normally. I didn't so, think of that yeah. with an airbrush. Weird. Yeah. 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 You, know, you can turn around. You can hold it at the angle yeah, you yeah. want. Just like a rattle can, you know. You can 
point it in the general direction and there's a good chance you're going to get pinned there. So, <laughs> yeah, sure, for sure. But um, no, it was it was good. I started um, 2021 by painting an entire army. Um, Jesus. Which was good. Fuck me. 40 models in about five days. Fucking hell. That's, that's, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it's turning around quick. I did, um, I did like an entire four-drilled Legions of Azagoth army, the Kiosk Towards. Oh, man. That's oh, awesome. So it was like 30 infantry, six characters, three fireborn, and the big like demon engine thing. Um, kind of, they let me do it wrong, they were mostly like Zenith and then contrasted and then kind of touched up because they were personal stuff. Um, and I wanted to have a kind of a finished army to go into the new year with. Um, nothing so was that, that your army or was that someone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so, oh, cool, right, okay. That was mine, yeah, yeah. So yeah have you been playing so, uh, Age of Sigma with that then? I normally play Age of Sigma anyway, to be honest with you. I kind of dipped out of 40k at the beginning of the 8th edition. Right, okay. Um, I like the indexes once we started getting stratagems. Yeah. I was a bit done with it. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, so I've played a couple of games of Age of Sigma with it. I've played like maybe one game of second and I've had like one game of third with it. Um, it doesn't play very well. It's not written for Age of Sigma. I'm honest with you. It's definitely written for the old system. Oh, the, um, oh, the Chaos Dwarves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay, yeah. right, right, right. Um, and, you know, they've pulled everything now, so there's not a hope of kind of... Oh, God. That's bad, that. Um, but it looks cool. It's painted on me. I'm glad I got it yeah, done. And, yeah. I love those so Chaos Dwarves. It's some of my favourites. It's cool. It's cool. So sick. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's good. So, yeah, that was my, like, 2021, and now that I'm kind of in December, it just feels a bit mad that I've kind of painted full-time for nearly a year now. Yeah. You know, I'm still... Still loving it and looking forward to the next job coming through the door, you know. Definitely, man. So, are you, do you do you like paint? Would you like paint stuff to like show you can do things to, for uh, for siege? It's like you know uh, what you did with the uh, Sigvald, like a demo oh, yeah, model, yeah. like a demo, yeah. Yeah. So, kind of when when we applied, you know, we had to send across like a CV and like yeah. a couple of CV and kind of you buy like your background and paint and all that kind of stuff. How long you've been doing it and you know what you feel the strengths are. Yeah. Um, and you had to send like a portfolio across as well, right? Right. Uh, with like as much variety as possible. You know, right. It's all you can paint a marine, but doesn't mean you paint skin tones or kind of small scale or whatever. Um, and not that you know they're kind of you know you have to show us like you can paint a ten mil and seventy five mil and thirty two mil and twenty eight mil or whatever. Um, but it, it never really hurts to have multiple kind of strings to your board, I guess. When it yeah. Comes yeah. To this means that you're less kind of scared or kind of intimidated by painting a Motarian or painting a Gash or, you know, a, a Dreadsaurian when it rocks up at your house, you know. You yeah, yeah. Hell, yeah. On, like. They are yeah. big models as well, I mean, you know yeah, where all eyes yeah, are going to be sure. on them. Yeah. Sure. You know, like day one when a, a Riptide turns up at your door. Yeah. I don't really play Tau, I don't really paint Tau, not because I don't like the models, I just, I'm more of a Xenos guy or like a like kind of an Orc kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, Riptide isn't a small middle mini at the end of the day, so you kind of just get on with it, lean into it, and move forward. So, yeah, that must be difficult hard. because, like, each each like race or army has like it's like a different paint style almost, isn't it? So yeah. that must be so difficult to just jump into different things like that. Yeah, everyone has a paint style. Don't eat your your own individual approach to yeah. something. My I say mine's probably quite a gritty forge wielder kind of paint style, but if some fucker wants a really clean Eldar army, I'd be like. Uh, I don't know what to do, or literally, I, I wouldn't know what to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so you, you've obviously got to have a load of different skills for this. 
Yeah, it, it's it's a thing. Like I'm I'm not a huge fan of that the heavy metal box art style personally. I think it gets a bit too over highlighted a bit too quickly. Um, so it's not my style either. I'm much more kind of not so much about the grittiness, but a bit more of like natural transitions or smoother transitions yeah. and kind of a bit more like volumetric highlighting or whatever. Um, with kind of some of that edge highlighting stuff. So I mean. Before I start being in the studio, like me doing four or five highlights on the edge of a marine panel just wasn't in oil house at all, at all you know. Um, but yeah. now it's kind of second nature for me, I guess. Just adapt and kind of keep going forward and, you know, keep your brush control up the scratch and you'll be fine. It's all good. Fucking hell. Fair work. Connor, just quit your job and just fucking be a commission painter. It's yeah, that, that easy, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Contrast. Captain hey, Contrast. A... No, Contrast is good. Like I know, you guys, I know you guys are a fan of Contrast, and I, I have a lot of Contrast. Yeah. Um, and I use it, you know, just as much as probably anybody else, just in a slightly different way, I guess. Like, so what do you use it for then? Because obviously, I I just fucking lap my whole model in it and then wash it, and I'm like, yeah, be right. So what <laughs> do you actually the... use it for if you properly paint it? Yeah. Um, kind of tinting armor shades, panel lining. I use it for a lot of panel lining. And oh, that's interesting. Ah. Um, although I think when you were doing those um, fists and you were using oils and you were seeing it takes too long to dry. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. just use some, just just use some contrast. Like it's heavily pigmented. It dries in 15, 20 minutes. Like it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think the next round of fucking uh, marines, I am going to do that. You know, because it's yeah. it's just less fucking around with horrible chemicals yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> It it doesn't ruin your brushes. It's not gonna sit on your desk for two days and dry, and then knock it goes everywhere. Like <laughs> you've well been through this well. before, haven't you? The oil, yeah, I've definitely been there. Yeah. The oil thing, the oil thing definitely has a place. Like without a doubt, don't get me wrong. You get some really nice weathering and some streaking effects with it for sure. But like, I think it's just because I'm kind of trying to do stuff as efficiently as possible, as quick yeah. as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for me, like glossing something, then oil washing something, and then going back in with a, a Q-tip or whatever just to clean it all back yeah. off just uh, feels yeah. a bit like, kind of long-winded. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I tend to just gloss for ownership, put some contrast in it, and we're good. I'll say that, man. So, yeah, going off 2021 then, what are your uh, plans for 2022? Are you going to do a new army? Are you going to try and play I, um, more AOS? Or... I, um, I'm going to do a new army. I have it sat, ready to go. Go on, what are you saying? Um, so I'm going to do some skinks. Skinks? Ooh. Oh, yeah, Square skinks. bases or round bases? Nah, round bases. Right, uh, right get, get, get him off. Paolo has left the track. <laughs> <laughs> get him off. Who is this guy? Nah, okay, no. round bases. I'd say the 32 more bases. They've got a bit more space on them. They do a bit more on the floor, you know what I mean, than those squares. Yeah, yeah. They don't rank up that well, though, mate. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> well, they don't rank up that well. <laughs> I mean, I have feelings about the old old anyway, so I think don't think we should maybe go there. They're not oh, great. Oh, right. Hey. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, yes. fucking, so what, have you, what did you buy, like, a start collecting skinks or whatever? Because that's got some pretty sweet stuff in it. It's got, like, a Bastildon and um, some Pterodon riders as well or something like that. Yeah, it does. It's got 12 skinks, a Star Priest, a Bastildon, and three Ripodactyls, I think. Yeah. That's mint, that. That Star that Priest is good. fucking 15 quid, and it's such yeah. a nice model. Yeah. Mate, those pterodon rides are amazing. I, I'm pretty buzzed they to are. see what you do with them. You're going to try like mm-hmm. freehand on the wings and shit? Mm, maybe a little bit. Um, so last year, obviously, I did the Kiosk to Wolf Army in like five days. Yeah, so I'm yeah. going to try and do the same with this one. Okay, right, okay. I see. So I have two star collectings. 
Um, Decent. An extra box of skinks. Ten chameleon skinks. Are these the old metal ones? Are they oh, metal ones? Counts. The resin ones. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Um, the sick models and camo skinks, though. They are nice. Yeah, they are really nice. And I've also got um, a dreadsaurian here. Oh, nice. I'm not, I was going to do that on time scale, but I've got slightly other plans for that now. But, um, so, is that for you or is that for someone else? No, that's for me. That's for you. For me. Jeez, so, man, that's sick. Yeah. That's such a good model, that. It's it is well brilliant. It's huge, man. It's massive. Yeah. I am um, obviously, it come, doesn't come with a base because in the old world, it didn't use a base. Oh, yeah. Did it <laughs> yeah. so, have uh, a base? No. That's no. hilarious. I had, a, I had to get one 3D printed. It's huge. So what size is that base then? It's 280 mils by 210. <laughs> That's so oh, sick. Same. Massive. The, uh, the Dreadsaurian body itself, before you even put the head or tail on it, is about the height of the cash. Christ. I didn't realise it was that big. Well. Yeah. I'll show you guys a picture of it very quickly. Like, That's insane, mate. Um, the, the head alone is bigger than a Primaris Marine. What? That's mad. It's huge. It's massive. That's, it's absolutely massive. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to do that between Christmas and New Year. Get that army out the way between Christmas and New Year. And if, then... you, if you want some help doing it, you can post it over to me and I'll contrast it for you if you want. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm probably going to zenith most of it and then yeah. contrast it, I think, just because, I mean, I'm not going to do that much to it. It's a lot of models. You know, it's 60 yeah. minutes. I think uh, all them scales though would fucking look great. I mean, obviously not yeah. an oil wash, but you like get a pin wash in those scales would really pop it, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. So I think the plan is get some like maybe brick red from Pearl Krill, underlight them with that, and then zenith them with a white ink across the top and get some like pterodon turquoise contrast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Contrast a lot so you get some purple shadows. There's a lot of gold in that model as well, though, isn't there? Yeah. yeah That's going to be a fucking yeah. pain in yeah. the ass. Just, just use a decent gold with good coverage, something like Necro Gold from Scale 75. And right, okay. It should be very good. It should be pretty good. So. Yeah, like that's the plan for maybe the beginning of the year and then to be honest, 2021 or 2022, I kind of I don't really know. I'm kind of keep this stuff up, get the tax return all the way. Because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh shit, that. yeah, I'll you got to take around that. Yeah, then kind of, I don't know, no idea if I'm honest with you. Kind of Have you thought about doing a YouTube like channel? You know, like, um, a, like your own YouTube channel for like tips and tricks and stuff like that. Are you allowed to do that? Yet. I mean, probably within reason. Obviously, yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of the company's told us for any reason or whatever, and they're all super reasonable about doing anything like that. Um, that might be but, a good shout. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, maybe kind of see who's doing what elsewhere, and maybe enter some competitions, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Try and sit down for Golden Demon or something like that. Maybe put some hours into a Golden Demon piece, and maybe get into that circuit a bit because competition painting isn't normally my bag so there's so much scope for like teaching people how to paint i think like there's a there's a couple of people in america who go around teaching people how to like airbrush and stuff i can't remember the yeah. name but yeah it's just it's just like the mad like the actual scope for it yeah yeah it's i mean with stuff with that i mean there's a million of videos showing you how to airbrush but if you click with the person who's showing you on that particular channel then you won't give a shit about anyone else. You'll just watch that person's videos. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will only watch fucking, I, I guess, like Scott from Miniac and yeah. uh, Duncan Rhodes, really. I mean, because yeah. I like that those guys have seen pretty sound, whereas you got knobheads like fucking... <laughs> it's like, mate, just fucking calm down a little bit. You know what I mean? So I, you, you, there could be a fucking market there for you, lad. 
Yeah, like, as I said, I'm not set up for kind of YouTube stuff at the moment. Like, I don't have, like, cameras or anything. Um, yeah, you have a phone. Like, the phone's yeah, to be fair, pretty well. Yeah, to a good point. Like, you know, yeah. have a decent smartphone in your hand, and it's kind of no worse. All right, I guess. You can always um, start off with doing, like, little, uh, I think, Instagram lives and stuff. I think people buzz off yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I can think... sellotape your phone to your forehead, and then when you're... <laughs> that's, like, that's literally the easiest way of doing it. <laughs> sellotape it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter to focus, just, just sellotape it. Yeah, I think Instagram might be a decent... Sorry. I think Instagram might be a decent thing to maybe focus on, because my Instagram is kind of pretty lax at the minute, if I'm honest with you. Um, there's not a lot on there, so maybe trying to post a bit more regularly, like I try and... It's so uh, fucking hard, though, isn't it? Yeah, like... I don't understand it. I do not get it. And the last thing yeah. I want to do is kind of, without sort of shooting, like water down my content. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Paint yeah. A light killer, and no take a photo and, yeah. Like, that's exactly. And, you know, I was talking to kind of Jamie about this from kind of Coliseum Rex a few times because that guy grew the page down quick last year, yeah, I think. Yeah. Before, when he did the, um, the Warhammer magazine. Yeah, the Citadel mini thing. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He grew that pretty down quick. And, you know, I kind of, I do enjoy music and kind of board games and all that kind of stuff outside of just painting. And he was like, dude, like, you've got 300 albums on vinyl. Like, you know, like, post something about music every day or, you know, it doesn't even yeah, have to yeah. be anything related. Just do it from what else you're doing while you're painting. Yeah. But I'm like, is that just going to take away from what my Instagram is? You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I think I might try and make Instagram a bit more of a thing next year and try and build a bit of a following on there. Definitely, man. It's tough though. Like, like me and Paolo are stuck on like what is it, like two hundred followers or whatever on Instagram, and it's so hard to like get over yeah. like that. Really, it's just it's a bit of a weird one. I think you're probably in a similar uh, amount yeah, of followers. Yeah, towards, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just a fucking it's just a fucking pain in it. But uh, yeah, yeah. But if you've got like not a lot of a following, like like mental health crisis, as in like, you can just do stuff like just try stuff. It doesn't really matter, yeah. does it? Because it's just your mates. Yeah, who, it's just like yeah, your mates. Who, what are they gonna do? Like. I don't want to say anything to you, so fucking, you might as well just try stuff now while while you, your Instagram page is smaller, and then you, yeah, you don't know what happens. You just randomly blow up one day or something. Mm-hmm. Just refine yeah. your brand and work out what works for yeah, you, yeah. and then stick with it. Yeah, yeah, it's fresh out, it's fresh out, definitely. But um, yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as you, like 100, 220 followers or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. Like my post interactions pretty good at the minute. Like it's yeah, yeah. Percent, and the last thing I do is kind of you know go to. 10,000 followers, but your percentage drops to like 10%, you know? Yeah, I've noticed that. I think it's like... It's weird, isn't it? Definitely. It's a weird thing, that like, I don't quite know how it works. Like, yeah. I don't mind having this many, yeah. Because like, we get a pretty good engagement as well. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. it, I think it's to do with like, the community that like, we've built, I think as well. Not what we've yeah, built, awesome. but like Dungeon Punks and whatever we've built. And um, it just trickles down, doesn't it? It's like Cover of Shame, Bearded Painting. Mm-hmm. All those people get that, that, that little trickle-down effect. And I love it because like, it just feels like I'm actually like doing something. Yeah, with the actual sure. Instagram. Yeah, I think I'd rather have like a smaller amount of following but have more people to talk yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Kind of yeah. Reach out to 25,000 followers where you're getting like 1,000 likes a post. Seems a bit... Yeah, yeah kind of one-sided if you know what I mean yeah um, but as I said I've no idea how Instagram works or how it's <laughs> really kick off to be honest with you so yeah it feels a bit yeah it's weird it's a bit of an odd one for sure but yeah I might I might kind of focus a bit more on Instagram maybe next year and yeah maybe jump into a competition piece and then yeah man see how I feel I'll start a couple of competition pieces this year and then kind of put them aside or put them on the back burner and just not really pick them back up 
But um, yeah, I think next year once I once I understand what's going on a bit more with being a business now rather than just a guy sitting mm-hmm. in um, yeah, yeah, kind of kind of weird and scary and exciting and kind of odd all at the same time. Cool. Right then, um, I've got to shoot off because I've got to go to kickboxing with my sister. So I'll leave it there for the time being. Thank you so much for coming on, Darren. Thank and you, thank mate. you for uh, thank you, you for fine. donating that stuff to uh, the charity raffle because it's yeah very much appreciated. It's amazing, yeah. Thank yeah, you so really much. Really appreciated. I'm glad right. it landed well. So yeah, yeah man, appreciate it. Thanks, right, thanks. cheers, lad. Take it easy, mate. Catch you, mate. Bye. There we go. Not bad, mate. You? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Extremely sleep deprived, but (laughs) I'm all good. good. It's nice to nice to talk to a couple of other humans because I've not had it for the last week or two. So uh, the baby's not humans. They don't feel like it. They literally (laughs) something else. Honestly, like people say, oh, you won't get any sleep, and your life will completely change. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, fuck no, they they weren't lying. They are not lying. (laughs) It's all good. Nice to talk to you, boys. Yeah, man, you too. Same, mate. We mean to get on for ages, lads. I know. You've never had anyone so southern on your podcast. Well, fucking Sam's pretty fucking southern, mate. Yeah, yeah. Couple of shames, all right, yeah. Uh, There you go. I thought I was the first. No, mate. No, mate. That that ship has fucking sailed, unfortunately. Okay, Okay. I'll just join join the many. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, I think the most northern we had on was Beard, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Newcastle, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, that was northern. that was well northern. <laughs> right then, so so what we're gonna go through is if you've got any fads, which I assume not because you just had a, a little baby. Maybe his fad is having a fucking baby. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. It is, and yeah, then um, we'll go through what you've been up to in twenty twenty, uh, hobby wise, and then we'll get up mm-hmm. and then twenty twenty one. For, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. fuck me, man. It's just bad that in there. Time is just fucking... 2021 and then what are you going to get up to? Or if you have anything you're thinking of getting up to in 2022? Sick, oh, yeah, whatever. I've got loads. I've got loads, so we're all, we're all good to go. Yeah, man, sick. Okay, perfect. Right, okay. You ready? Are you fucking ready, Paolo? Um, yeah, I think... Should we introduce... Ready. Well, we introduce you first because we've got to do it with Sam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we did a little bit. For all podcasters. Yeah... <laughs> Come on then, get get him introduced. No, nah, go on. I just, woke, I just woke up. You have to do it. I mean, let me right. warm up first. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> We've got for your listening pleasure tonight, fucking War Harriet from the 
from the instas from the instagrams <laughs> is it war harry 30k 40k what has 40K. a 40k it's war oh, has fuck a 40k it. <laughs> We just call you really- Warhurry. <laughs> we do call you Warhurry. <laughs> yeah, I, I have noticed a few times on the podcast. Like, I think uh, when I started off, I was like Warhurry, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Fuck Warhazard! How did I miss that?" And then it's just Warhazard. Uh, oh, right, okay. I missed right, a trick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, so I didn't from recognize self change. Yeah, it was. It was subtle. It was really subtle. Yeah. I think. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so, uh, so, you, so you paid that fucking mad chaos terminator for the uh, for the raffle. What would you I describe did. your painting style as? Because I think it's one of the most like, if I see something of yours, I recognize it as yours like straight away compared to a lot oh, of that's... them like, you know, where the painters on the Instagram or whatever, I recognize yours like straight away. So what, how would you oh, describe that's... your style? <clears throat> that's that's really nice to hear. Um, I'd say I, I sort of, um, I, I can't take too much credit because I do kind of look through a lot of old issues of White Dwarf and I've kind of, taught myself how they used to be painted I suppose so yeah. I've, I'm not really one to jump on and look at tutorials just because I'm so fucking impatient I can't I, I, I don't do instructions I don't do tutorials I just kind of uh, just just riff it you know and, and go yeah. with it it's a lot of looking back at old issues of White Dwarf and kind of looking at the kind of chunky highlights and it's, it's kind of been a bit of a, a journey really because I think when I first started I was painting a lot of the old rogue trader marines and yeah. I was into I suppose quite modern techniques of doing edge highlights and then another highlight you know kind of three kind of tier highlighting and kind yeah. of sticking to, uh, stick to what I used to do it looks yeah. weird on them old models doesn't it it does it, it does, really does it looks a bit cloying and um after doing a couple of models like that I was just like oh, it doesn't feel right and and then I just started basically just really watering down my paints and some of the some of the models I do they might have like seven eight to ten layers of the same wow, color over and over themselves and it, it's it's painful because it takes you know a model a, a single model can take me two to three weeks just because it, it's just a really slow very yeah. watered down layer upon layer and I guess um, that traitor marine that I did was a good example of that where yeah, I was yeah. just really patient with it and I just um, when I first started I just painted it just for the fun of it because I saw that kind of version in an old issue of White Dwarf. Yeah, thought, yeah. Those colours are really cool. And then when you guys said, do you want to do something for the competition? I kind of put more love into it than I probably oh. would have any other model just because yeah, I wanted yeah. to do something that would, would represent. I mean, I saw Paolo's stuff and I was like, shit, I better uh, better up my game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all down for fucking good camera tricks that and, uh, and a light box. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, they don't look as good as that in real life. Oh, well, well, they looked amazing on the photos and... Uh, I was just honoured to be part of it. And I suppose, yeah, I just sort of categorise it as um, bold block colours, um, you know, gradual highlights. And I, I like to, I suppose, get a bit of that 80s feel, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Maybe You've you got it, from... mate. You've fucking oh, nailed mate. it. For me, I grew up reading, like, late 80s White Dwarfs. And that fucking coloured <laughs> scheme, oh, especially on that Terminator, literally screams, like, yeah. eight, 1988. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking brilliant. So I've done good. my job. I've done my job. Then, if uh, if I'm getting it, you know, like a lot of the guys I look up to on on on, you know, in our little hobby community, um, uh, are you guys and you know a lot of the extended guys as well. And when I hear feedback that people enjoy it and it gives them a little nostalgic kick, I'm like, I've done my job. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. But it comes from a lot nostalgia. of nostalgia. Yeah. 
it, it comes from a lot of like uh, reading old sort of 2000 AD and uh, old X-Men comics from the 90s and stuff. It was all real vivid colours, you know, like mm-hmm. the, it might not be complex, you know, there might only be three or four colours. And that's kind of a rule I tend to use with a model is I don't want to use more than a couple of colours. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially with that style, it can be a bit like garish, can't it? Yeah, for sure. Jarring. Yeah, they're not that big, so if you put too many colours yeah. on it, it just looks a bit weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of it's a simple technique, but it's it's time consuming, and um, the fact that people enjoy it, it, it makes it all worth it. You know, it's just really enjoyable that people who know their shit get a kick out of it. You know, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's fucking. So we need to club together to get you like um, you know the old Hero Quest box set or something, and you can fucking get <laughs> cracking on that. It'd be amazing. Oh. I've got um, my my wife uh, kindly bought me Hero Quest because that's actually how it all started for me getting into the hobby. I'll, I'll go into that in a minute. But my wife actually bought me the original Hero Quest like mint, like not hell. No way. on the card. It was really weird. About when did she buy me that? It was either last summer or the summer before. But Hero Quest, like you could get a, a mint copy, and it, it sounds silly for about one hundred and fifty quid. Yes. Um, and I basically said to her one birthday, I was like, look, I really want a copy of Hero Quest. And could you kind of pull around the family? You know, like if my mum was buying me something, my brother was buying me something. I was like, could you all just pull around and just get me a copy of Hero Quest? So they, they, they kind of all pulled together and bought me a mint copy of Hero Quest. But the problem with that now is that I, I just can't bring myself to touch it. Like I, I would love to paint those minis, uh, but I just can't bring myself to, to do anything with it. You know, it's like a little time capsule. I'm like, yeah, Fuck. okay. I don't, I don't want to ruin it. Um, on, the, on the flip side, though, I think you, I think you do it justice. Do I think you I mean? do it so, justice. Fuck it, just do it, man. Yeah, I, I think uh, you know. Here and I'll now, buy another one. I'll just <laughs> yeah, yeah. And buy another one. Well, that's the thing. You, you look at them now, and they're about three, four hundred quid for the for, yeah. for a kind of uh, unpainted copy, and you just think, fuck, that's not, that's not right. You know, that's not. Uh, what is it? It's just, it's nuts. They just, and maybe it's because the. Um, the remake that they did recently is kind of spiked the interest back in it or something or yeah. or maybe it's fucking stuck in litigation do which one the spanish one because that went fucking west proper then do you remember about six seven years ago there was a spanish one and because he didn't own i don't know if it's the old didn't own part of the rights or something the the lad who did it who actually did the kickstarter is getting dragged through spanish courts now and he has been for years what oh fuck really yeah wow. it, it, was, it, yeah. it was it was ages ago it was years ago and it just it got fucked really quick but I, I i think they've done another one haven't they since yeah it's hasbro or like a company affiliated with hasbro they kind of did a kickstarter um last year or something it was a big hype there was a big countdown you know hero quest is coming mm-hmm. and i was just like fuck you know this is amazing you know a new new hero quest and then I was a little underwhelmed with it personally. I felt that the models didn't really represent what I love about Hero Quest, um, which is a shame. But you know, again, that might might be me being a bit spooky and not really my kind of thing. But um, it's a great way for people to play the game without damaging their old models, I suppose, and bending old cards and stuff. They can kind of get a bit of new life out of a new board game, I suppose. But um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how how it all started for me. Was like when I was. I'm 33 now, so I'm probably a bit younger than you, Paolo. So you're, you're probably jumping in a bit before me on the hobby, I guess. Yeah, I've been fucking. I, I, I got into it in about 1991, and then yeah. as soon as I discovered fucking beer and fags, that was it. I just fucking <laughs> left it for years, and then got back into it in about how long was it, Colin? Was it about 10 years ago, maybe? Yeah, it might be. Yeah, yeah. Just when just around, when you met. 
Yeah, because yeah. we would have met through your dad, and I met your dad through weirdly through fucking Rotten Hell models, rather than well, oh, yeah, right. met because I was following him for Rotten Hell, but we actually got chatting about models, right, okay, which was mad. Yeah, um, so you, just you guys kind of jumped in at the end of fantasy when it was still decent, I suppose, before it, yeah, yeah, because uh, that was a bit different for me because I, well, I'll go back, but basically. When I was a, that must have been about 92, 93, you know, I would have been, fuck, 93, I would have been five. And I used, to, I used to go for holiday, like our, our family didn't have loads of money. So we used to just go to Norfolk for our holidays, you know. And uh, my cousins, we used to go stay with my cousins and they had an old copy of Hero Quest. And I just used to sit there and look at the box and the artwork just, just fucking blew my mind. I used to sit in his bedroom and he had the uh, Iron Maiden Killers poster on the wall. Beavis and Butthead do it in America. <laughs> and I just sit there just looking at this copy of Hero Quest and it just fucking, it just, oh, like it, it still like gets me excited thinking about. It's mad, isn't it? Because you're looking at it as a youngster and you don't have a fucking clue what any of the rules mean. I was no. dice and that and you just lose yourself in the pictures and your mind's yeah. thinking, what is this? Why, why, why have I never seen this before? It's amazing. You, you haven't got a fucking clue how to play the game. Yeah, and it's like the box art just—it's like a snapshot of like so much going on in in, in one yeah. shot, you know. And and mm. I just remember that absolutely blowing my mind. And it wasn't until then, the late '90s, early 2000s, when I got into Warhammer, um, you know, properly on my own. You know, I kind of didn't make the connection that here mm. Warhammer were kind of like, uh, you know, connected in any way. Um, and then I, I kind of lost track of where I was going with this, but but basically, you know. Um, a bit like yourselves, I kind of went into the hobby and then fell out of it again for like 20 years, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where you were finding beer and fags, I was probably, yeah, yeah, girls and beer. And, you know, I got well waylaid and came back into it a couple of years ago. And, yeah, and then here we are. Back in the uh, back in the zone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, never been happier. <laughs> nice to have an output, isn't it? That creative output. It is. I think, um, like, for me... I think my teen years, I spent a lot of time in bands and stuff and I kind of got my creative outlet through that. And then ah. when, when you get into your, like, your 30s, you just think, fuck, what, what, what's my creative outlet now? And it wasn't yeah. until the boys I worked with, they started playing Kill Team. And I was like, oh, fuck, Warhammer, I've not done that for years, you know? And I thought I didn't even kind of think about it for a long time. And then I, that was kind of my gateway back in. And then I kind of tried to get on with kill team and i was like nah i just i just can't get on with this modern 40k stuff and then i kind of regressed back and it's kind of now been that i'm discovering stuff that i didn't know about at the time like road yeah. trade and and more mm-hmm. and stuff like that and i'm kind of discovering stuff retrospectively and it's you know really rewarding like i'm, I'm loving it like yeah that's yeah. it's like old hobby is still new to you it's top going back through them years like the, the fucking, the wilderness years. God, all this shit came out during then. I didn't know anything about it. I yeah. missed like, Mordheim completely. And I was like, what the fuck is Mordheim? It's like, oh, it's Necromunda, but fantasy. Yeah. It looks, it looks yeah. mint on it. It looks absolutely mint. Yeah, no, same with me. I mean, I, I was I was playing, uh, I used to collect the Inquisitor figures, you know, back in the day, just because they were like, they were cool as shit. And I, I fucking oh, the big metal ones. Yeah, the 54 mil kind of big metal ones. So I used to collect the Inquisitor ones. Didn't play it. I just, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was about like 13. So I just used to collect and paint them. And then I was pl- playing a uh, 40K, which I imagine would have been third edition at the end of the 90s, was it? Still third edition? Third or really fourth, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of, I was 
playing around with that and uh, then the middle earth stuff came in the lord of the ring stuff came in and then i, I kind of got into that so more time completely passed me by even though i was circulating in the hobby at that time it just completely passed me by and it wasn't really until i spoke to josh um who uh, through the eye of terror who i know you guys know mm-hmm. is the absolute fucking legend yeah nice yeah, yeah yeah you guys went to warhammer World, didn't <laughs> yeah, you? yeah it was meant- yeah how was it it was all right yeah it was, it was a bit of a small crowd compared to, to compared to earlier years and you have to wear like a mask inside and stuff but so i didn't come wear my glasses all day basically so, but it was, it was we, good though. Yeah. yeah. The museum's uh, upgraded a little bit, which is cool and that. But yeah, same. Yeah. It's just the beginning yeah. bit where you walk in. Have you been to, have you been to Warhammer World? No, I haven't. Oh, no, okay, it's, so. uh, it's on my list. But yeah. yeah it's, that, it's... that first room's fucking pure your style. It's just all the old stuff. And yeah. it's oh, quite Yeah, it's mental. It's yeah, absolutely mental. They've still got yeah. that old John Blanche diorama that's got like fucking yeah. 9,000 orcs over a bridge. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's got that, that, um, Fucking diorama of uh, Horus killing Sanguinus. Yeah, and the it's Mike McVeigh one. That's, that's <clears> the <throat> fucking, that is literally the best shit. Yeah. That's the cool. Old, the old zombie dragon. The old metal convert. Oh, yeah. Dragon oh, they, so have a sick, they have a sick thing where, you know those dragons that are like, like they're shaped like an S, the old metal ones. Yeah. They have like, yeah. uh, like a whole cabinet of them just painted in different styles. It's fucking Oh, mint. mint. Dude, oh, that sounds mint. amazing. That sounds oh, like fuck. your kind of shit right there, mate. Oh, man. Yeah, it was mint. I was dreaming about it last night. It's fucking top one. <laughs> well, let's say, I have to ask: Have any of those yeah. dragons got a stupid fucking smile on them? And got oh, well, oh, you say don't. that. The, 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 so, <laughs> do you know what they have? Like the big ones that are like the size of like a third of the room. There's one of them, and it's it must have about like five of those models on it. And I tell you what, they're as shit in real life as they are as they are on the pictures because. I don't know. It, it looked like I was looking at Skylanders back in like fucking 2012 or something. <laughs> fucking, it's so dog shit. I can't believe it. Yeah, what, what's up with those dragons like that they've they just released? Like, I'm trying to put my finger on what they look like. <laughs> they look worse in real just... life, you know, as well. It's weird. It, they, look like, they look like a cartoon, like, not like a cartoon, but like a, like, C, like CGI or something. Yeah, so like never-ending story or something, isn't it? Yeah, like, dude. It's, it's weird. I don't understand. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Basic, man, man. Oh, um, and the... Uh, the I've seen like the small, I think they've done a smaller dragon with the storm host. Like, oh, yeah, fuck that's, off. That's yeah, weird as so well. Shit. It's oh. so weird as well. Makes it's me so, feel crazy. It's just not even look like, <laughs> like on the actual pitch, on the actual models, they're, like, they're not even like proper sat on it. Do you know, like, um, like a saddle? They're just yeah. like kind of glued to it. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't get it. Like, why have you done that? Oh, it's, it, yeah, it just blows my mind what, where they've gone with it. It's just yeah, bizarre. It's just weird. It's, it's weird how they've gone like so gritty and manky and mint with them. Um, Swamp parks, and then yeah. they've just gone so utterly bollocks with flying fucking storm hosts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's two two completely different games takes on it. Yeah, it? yeah. yeah two completely different games. It's weird. It's yeah. yeah, it's so weird. I do think nothing gels these days. I don't know whether they've got their design team just working in different departments, yeah. different yeah. places, but because nothing seems to be gelling together. Same like, with the fight. You know what? Fucking. None of the fucking worlds gel together. This is a problem for me with the mortal realms. None of it mm. fucking works together. It's just like a load of fucking random worlds all attached. And even yeah. within them worlds, it's just different shit. And it's, it's nothing is like, there's no cohesive like element to any of it, is there? It's just random no. bollocks. Really uh, weird. That's really my weird. piece there. <laughs> <laughs> but then maybe that's why, I, that's why I kind of stick in the past. I just know what I like. And there's just a wealth of it out there. And as I say, I'm kind of, discovering stuff backwards and uh yeah i've got enough to get on with and i this stuff you buy and i sort of stick my nose up at it and pay it no more attention and 
really. Come it's on, even, it's even more than thought. Okay, though, I liked what you said. Uh, as I think it was this morning or this afternoon, you did a yeah, little yeah. about Space Marines, and like, mm. I couldn't. I, I was reading it. I think we were talking about it uh, during the episode, which is going to be released with this interview. And I literally okay. couldn't agree with you more. Like, like the like the, the like the thing of a Space Marine is completely like changed to what it was, and I think it's yeah. that like the the image of it's just changed now and it's not the same as it was when it was first created. And I think they're just missing a trick with it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it just, I just see some of these models with the little like kind of gelled hairstyles. Yeah. Like like, like Henry Cavill or something. Yeah. 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 And you, you just know, you know, the thing is I kind of, I kind of try and think, well, you know, a kid coming into the hobby, he might really get a kick out of it and enjoy it and, and good for them. But you know that I don't. You, you don't want to be part of it. It's not yeah. what you, about the hobby, and you've just got to kind of carve out your own little part of the hobby that Definitely, you like. Yeah. I don't even know if a kid would that. enjoy it more because, like, what's cool, like a dude with, like gelled hair, or, like some Frankenstein fucking motherfucker in a fucking power armor suit, like with like a yeah. bowler. That's fucking. That's right. hard. If I was a kid, I'd definitely choose the fucking yeah. But you've grown up crit- fucking... experiment, dude. You've yeah. not you've grown up reading 2008. You've grown up like like getting influenced by your dad. Yeah, stuff. maybe. You've yeah. grown up watching Avengers, fucking yeah, yeah, Marvel right, films yeah. where everything's big, shiny, and new. Yeah, and like it's a thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a, the kids these days. That's what they're going up being. Yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. And they're not gonna. They don't. I don't want this gritty stuff. I just want fucking giant suits running around clanging each other. I don't know. Maybe. No, you can, mi- you, might be right you can mix the you can mix the dark with the humorous as well. You know, like, I'm sure you boys grew up with things like um, Red Dwarf and stuff like mm. that. Yeah. You know, a couple of the early series had a real kind of lonely, dark quality. It's but, quite bleak, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite bleak, but it's quite funny. And that's kind of kind of what I want from Warhammer is this yeah. like this kind of really bleak world, but it, right. kind of an irony to it as well. Yeah, and, yeah. I just really get squirmy with all these kind of like things going out at the moment, these statements. And, you know, it's just like, do we really need to tell people that of course it's for everyone. And, you know, these fucking right-wing Nazi pricks don't belong in it, you know, because you, yeah. you, it should never been taken so literally that, that these, these things are meant to be truth. They're, they're irony. They're, they're, yeah. they're space Marines are meant to be fucking scum. Don't, don't worship yeah. You know, yeah, this, is anymore, what we, is this is what we were talking about, but like, but but they've made it where the the they are like cool in quotation marks. No, they're not yeah. like grim anymore. So no, but but GW still telling people, oh, don't don't you can't worship him like the superheroes, but they but they are superheroes to a lot of people, yeah, like a lot of young people, yeah. So yeah, no, exactly. Weird, man. Right, let's get off that topic. It's fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. So <laughs> uh, so what have you been up to in twenty twenty then? Twenty twenty one. Fuck me. Twenty twenty one. I've been um I've been trying to really focus on uh the gaming element. I think you know with with lockdown and stuff, and I was just like, fuck, I need to get out and start start gaming really. So I've kind of been focusing on projects that I can do in a night. You know, I can I can take and 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 have a games night and kind of get it get it done in a night. So I've been focusing a lot on some of the Middle Earth stuff. So yeah. uh, it, me and a mate of mine have been looking at a battle company, which is basically kind of. I suppose it's a bit like Kill Team or Skirmish, but for Middle Earth. So, you know, you you kind of start with a handful of models, maybe seven or eight models, and then you can kind of recruit as you campaign or play through. Um, They're doing that with all the systems now, aren't they? Like a slow grow so you can get in. I think it's a good idea. Brendan fucking loves it, doesn't he? The 40K one and the um, Age of Sigma one. 
What's the 40k mm. one? Is it? What, what are these? Oh, command fucking... I don't fucking know. It's, crazy. it's a slow grow where you can just change oh, what yes, you want. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, where they get like fucking different special traits. Crusade. Crusade. Crusade, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. That's sick. I didn't realise yeah. there was one for uh, Middle Earth or Hobbit. I've always kind of found yeah. Middle Earth. Yeah, same. Kind of found... <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of that, you know, I'm kind of that thing where I want a really cheap buy and I don't want to spend too much on, on mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to buy a thousand points or something and then be like, nah, it's not for me. I didn't, didn't like that. So, yeah, yeah. With, with the Middle Earth stuff, the battle companies, you know, I bought a, a box of the Mordor Orcs. You get like 25 of them and you, you only need to initially paint like four or five of them. Uh, the Mordor Uruk High were just, they just fucking look mean as hell. Yeah, man. Uh, All the ring stuff yeah. looks fucking sick. They're really, they're really bleak. And, and for me, it's been a really nice change of pace because I've been, you know, I, I, I paint in quite colourful block colours, but for this, I've been trying to paint really rusty and, and drab. Nice, and really. Nice that kind of change of pace so i've been focusing on like these small skirmish games so i've kind of been doing the middle earth battle company primarily you know just chipping away a couple of models at a time uh, with that and then going back earlier uh, kind of dipping my toe into more time that uh, that i completely missed the first time round. and as i say through people like josh and a couple of other guys yeah, on instagram yeah. got a bit of inspiration from it and i i just love medieval kind of um imagery and I yeah. feel like it really leans into that kind of grim midi midi mm-hmm. imagery. And uh, yeah, so I've been uh, sort of painting a couple of little Mordheim bits and pieces and kind of knocking a few war bands together. So yeah, that's kind of my, that's been my focus for 2021. It's just So you've of... actually been playing as well then? No, no, not, not yet. Really. Okay, um, right. No, it's all kind of prep really. I, I've, right, played okay. of, um, I've played a couple of middle earth bits and pieces. I've uh, yeah. uh, a buddy of mine, we, we've been doing the, uh, fuck what's it called the quest of the ring bearer okay which is kind of a book they released which kind of just goes through the fellowship film so it kind of has little campaigns based on the film That's so cool yeah you, you, you kind of start out with farmer maggots field so you basically you're playing as the four hobbits and then the other guys playing as farmer maggot with some dogs what this is this is mad i've never read this before. yeah yeah and and the, the hobbits have to go and steal vegetables and kind of get them back that's so sick it sounds like a mission, like a role-playing game and a fucking yeah that. that's mad man i've never read that and before. then uh farmer maggot sends his dogs out and then uh he can't go any further than a certain point and it's just it's just a really fun dumb little that's kind so of sick i fucking love that have you yeah. got the models with it as well or do you have to buy them uh, no, you have to, it's just the book. Um, yeah. Uh, just just sell you the book. They won't give you any more. <laughs> uh, and then uh, like, I think lucky for me, I, I still had a couple of models from back in the day. So I repainted my fellowship at the end of last year from 20 years ago, which was quite fun to kind of strip them down and, and give, them a, give them a new lease of life. But um, yeah, so we've been kind of slowly, the only gaming I've actually managed is we've been sort of slowly chipping away at that quest for the ring bearer. Yeah. Um, and we did the weather top campaign as well and that's that's really fucking fun so it's like the nine ring wraiths and then uh the four hobbits right and aragorn can't come in until you kind of roll him in so it could be that he comes in and kind of cleans up in the first round or two or the hobbits might actually be completely fucked and he doesn't come in for like a couple of rounds um that's so interesting yeah, it's, just, it's just really fun like really if you, if you like get a chance to like download the PDF bit or something. I'm yeah, sure it's sound fun. somewhere. But it's really fun. It's kind of a cheap buy-in. Like you just need a handful of models. Uh, a bit like how it used to be. You know, you don't need 
a million models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, definitely. Uh, handful of models and, and kind of play for an hour or two with a with a curry. You know, that's that's kind yeah. of kind of what yes. the hobby. Definitely, that sounds good, man. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I've been up to. Um, well, we won't talk about that because because it's your it's your little interview, Times. mate. So, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what what are you, what are you gonna do in twenty twenty two? Then are we, are we gonna get some more games in? Is this the plan? Yeah, that's that's the plan. That's yeah. the plan. I thought, um, mostly Mordheim or yeah, yeah. I think just because obviously uh, now being a dad, yeah, um, yeah. Lots of games. I'm not gonna have any time to sit and paint. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I've got a uh, I've got a sixth edition Orkami sitting under the bed. Oh, cool. About a thousand odd points, but I just know I'm not going to get it painted. So I'm kind of thinking just focus on on what I can achieve. Yeah. Orcs are one of those armies as well, where it's like there's a lot of models and they're really awkward to fucking paint as well because there's so many different textures and shit on them. Yeah, for sure. I think I uh, I realised that as I was accumulating the models. So I was just yeah, like, same. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking, too, it's too yeah, much. It's weird, man. It's a lot. It's, it's too lot, much. It? And there's too many variations to like. Yeah get in the army if you're going for a certain type of army and what you need it's like right now i need fucking 40 night goblins or yeah. whatever it's just it's just too big a project it's too a much. big hard army in it it's yeah. a fucking, yeah it's a commitment it's, doing that army yeah and for someone who takes you know three hours to paint a like a fucking leg or something it's just it's too much for me. so yeah. um so yeah more time's going to be a big focus for me so i'm starting with um a little skaven um, oh, nice. Initially, nice. yeah, yeah. I want to see so, that shit uh, on Instagram, man. I've been painting mate, as well, so you need to get it up. It's happening. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. um, I uh, I just bought a. Um, I don't know if you saw them on the Instagram, but there's a. I think that was. Oh, fuck, what's the? Um, I'm gonna have to try and find the name of the the um, the guy who's done it. He's basically just done a Kickstarter, and he's done some insane. Okay, Meridian miniatures. Is this some uh, Skaven? No, he's he's basically oh. kind of does. Um, I think he's his name on Instagram's Andrew underscore May underscore Meridian Miniatures. Um, but he's he's done some kind of real Mordheim themed models, and he's done these uh, these kind of. I've seen these. These are sick. Oh, are you looking at it now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Meridian Miniatures, and he's done these kind of horse things that yeah things. yeah and uh I, I think it looks like it could be a rat ogre like it just looks okay sick yeah. so my plan is to have one of those as my like kind of rat ogre and then my, my skaven so yeah that's my plan with more time for the start is to uh to do the skaven and, and, and then i've also got an undead war band the witch hunters which are like fuck they're like insanely cool dude yeah uh, i'm a bit of a like probably going back to like you know the old hammer stuff I, I i try to collect the miniatures of the time i know a lot of people love yeah no yeah like kit bashing and making their own mordheim minis but i i think the, the products that, of that time are just insane so i'm trying yeah. to like oh can you hear me yeah man there oh, he is. is fuck sorry about that Jesus. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. you've got two minutes and 55 seconds make it count fuck okay where, where were we more time i think we spoke about that right yeah 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 and then uh blood bowl that's Ooh. gonna be oh, shit yeah, you're yeah. into American football as well, though, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I'm a big NFL guy, so that's why, that's why I, it kind of ticks the boxes for me. It mixes yeah, yeah. fantasy and sport in in one. So, <laughs> so like I've kind of had a bit of a weird turn with the Blood Bowl because I kind of wanted to paint it really bright and bold, like I do uh, with, mm-hmm. with with my old stuff. But I really want to take a real kind of grim, like grim dark approach with with it. Um, I got the 
second edition box set that came out, uh, you know, a couple of a year or so ago with the like Imperial nobility mm -hmm. uh, and, and the Blackhawks. And I think I'm going to go really, really dark with it, you know, real kind of pale skins. And Oh, that's cool. Mm. Yeah. Cause you know, that, that nobility team, they're kind of like, they painted them white and pink and I'm just not into it. And I think I'm yeah. just going to be real kind of medieval, like grim looking. I think maybe that more time influence is going to kind of spill into spill into them because I think there's a real potential to make them look really kind of grim and mean. Uh, oh, there yeah. is big time. Yeah. 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 Same with the orcs, you know, they're really, really nasty looking. Like one, I think they're kind of orc hero or whatever they call star player. He's got a fucking like zombie skewered on his on his shoulder pad. Um All right. that's what that's one thing I think they're doing like really good stuff with like games workshops blood bowl output at the moment is probably their best stuff. It's so good. Yeah, yeah you can really like, anywhere you want. Yeah, like so they're they're kind of like slowly releasing star players, and uh, you know they just they just brought out Dungeon Bowl, which again is probably mm. something I might sort of dip into at some point. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'll be another thing. Uh, another thing I'm, I'm I'm sort of delving into in twenty twenty two. What team have you chosen? Um, the, it'll probably the nobles. Yeah, the Imperial yeah. nobility will probably be the one I'm going to do first. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just I think they're kind of like there's a bit of untapped potential there if you look past the kind of clean uh, design that they've done for the kind yeah. of box stuff. I think there's, you could make them really grimy and mean. So, have you uh, got it on the computer? Have you got Blood Bowl 2 on computer? Yeah, I've got it on, um, I've got it on PlayStation. Oh, uh, PlayStation, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I well, would. Um, as, <laughs> as you probably realised with me practicing <laughs> this meeting, I don't know a fuck all about PCs. So... <laughs> I think we've got about 20 seconds left as well. Josh, no worries. What, 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 so uh, do you want to shout your Instagram handle out? Because we probably got it wrong before. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Um, it's at Warhazza40k. So Hazza, H-A-Z-Z-A, 40k. Uh, come and have a chat. What was it? What were we doing? So basically, um, for the past since lockdown started, I've been playing in a, a vampire masquerade game with um, a few guys off Instagram. We got into doing playing a game every week. It was um, Jamie from Coliseum Rex just sent an invite out saying anybody who wants to play, uh, I'm putting a game together online. You know he wants to play and like I, I, I straight put me out in the ring and then people who I thought he already knew as well uh, turns out we didn't but 
So we basically formed a gaming group that's been playing once a week for probably like 18 months now, uh, playing Vampire the Masquerade. And we, Henry joined, Henry from Human Engineerfield joined and then ran while Patrick, one of the other players, was running a Changeling, uh, the Dreaming campaign. And then Henry said, would you mind playing in this game that I've created? Four-part film noir adventure set in uh, 15th century France, where you basically play four vampires. And uh, I was like, yeah. So we played it for four nights. At the end of it, I was like, this is fucking brilliant, mate. You've got to send me all the info because I want to run it for the Dungeon Punks guy. So uh, we played the first episode couple of two weeks ago was it mm-hmm. um yeah and it was fucking brilliant it's basically set in this uh this this town called Villancourt, just down from the Somme and it's set in 1469 I think and you play a, a coterie of uh, four vampires who um are basically in the middle of the uh the war between England and France and you're kind of making your own way in the uh, I can't say too much because obviously you've only played the first. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it if case Henry gives it out to anybody else. But yeah, it's oh, it's fucking brilliant. It's really good. And you guys have embraced it in the normal uh, dungeon punks way. <laughs> it's fucking weird because you've got um, you've got quite specific characters to choose from, haven't you? It's not like yeah, yeah. So there's four characters. There's a re- there's reasons for that, and it comes out in the game. So you've got four. You've got the orphan who's obviously a kid, the miser, who's like a fallen, um, it's, it's during the Black Plague as well, so all your characters have died of the plague and have been brought back to life. The miser, who's like a fallen um, estate, you know, like a nobleman, the squire, who's a uh, a squire to a knight, and then the, um, oh, I forget, what is he? The, uh, the farmer. He's like a farmer, but he's not. Yeah, called yeah. But he's, Peasant, which, wasn't it? Oh, no, he's a you paid a knight. Yeah, player. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, oh, so fucking good, brilliant. Yeah, I'm just great. You guys enjoyed it, yeah. It's pretty Definitely. dark. It is fucking dark, but it's not. A, it's got that edge to it, and it like you, the way you play, the way you ran it. It had like um, not camp, but it had like um, a, 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 it's could, almost like, like a satire, Paolo. Uh, like a satire, <laughs> like a Tarantino edge to it. That's um, what I tried to, when yeah. I was playing it with when I was playing with Henry. I said to him afterwards. To me, it felt like Tarantino doing Peckinpah, who was doing a vampire film during the Hundred Years' War, and that's how that's what it felt like when he was doing it. Like the you know the first like the intro is you know you come across these guys in a field who try and take advantage of you, and you kill them because you're vampires, and as you kill them, the blood starts across the screen. It says Lacotrin Noir. It, screen in the blood everything else is black and white but the blood's in red and it's like you know the crops the corn in the background and this sort of red and sort of like you imagine like the music kicks in like a you know something suitably like 1970s obscure rock yeah 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 it's definitely that yeah that that kind of feel i felt it took me a minute to get that to be honest with you because because i've been talking to you loads about the game that you're playing with jamie and you're the when you've all been deported and that just sounded fucking bleak um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my head, I was thinking you were going to be running it like that, and then yeah, it took yeah. me to like the second scene. I was like, "This is fucking nuts." Where like yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. pot gets spilled full of fucking hands and shit. I was like, "Yeah, totally. yeah, this is fucking. This is going to go off here." So I just sort of like I, for me, it clicked at that point. I was like, "Fucking hell, we can have we can not 
we can go, yeah, we can go a bit mad with this and it'll still work. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah, that's, that's the idea. Yeah, you're yeah. basically in four vampires thrown into the middle of the civil war during the Black Plague. <laughs> Real mismatched characters as well. Like, yeah, totally, totally yeah, different. Yeah. yeah, totally. I hope, yeah. I hope by the end, when you get to the sort of full story arc, you kind of realise why those characters are that way. And and because we fell into it by accident and Clovis, who was the guy who, who you're playing, Paolo, ended up... I, I played him as well. I ended up channeling something that I didn't realise was a thing until at one point and I kind of looked around and I went, ah, okay, now I get it. And it was like a, something hidden beneath the surface that uh-huh. I don't think any of us got, but we all played into. And then when it clicked, we were like, ah, shit, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mint. And it, did Henry sort of guide you all into this thing? Not at all. Not oh, at all. No, not really? At all. Nah, yeah, it just... We just automatically clicked. And the weird thing is, we've been playing, we've dropped back into playing Changeling, which is the game that Patrick runs now. And um, that's that was originally set in modern, this is this was mind-blowing. So this is originally set in modern-day Berlin, well, 1990s Berlin, so just after the wall's fallen down. And we play four Changeling, and Changeling characters tend to be like teenagers, and they're humans, but they've got like a fey mm-hmm. um, spirit associated to them. So... They live in sort of both worlds. They live in the real world and the dreaming world. So we played this game. Very complicated game. And the first series, we played these characters in like 1991. My my, my character was a, was a girl who, who worked for like a drum and bass night doing... She was like a knocker, which is like a, a goblin or whatever. working a drum and bass night doing all the sound effects and stuff and all the, all the amps. And then when we came back to it in series two, we did it five years later. So I said, well, my character's been on tour with Oasis. All of <laughs> yes. So she walks back in, and before she was like a steampunk with her boots on, yeah. little dreadlocks and that. First thing she walks back in, she's fucking wearing um, a fucking Parker, Fred Perry, <laughs> Adidas Gazelle. She's got her hands stuffed in her pocket, little John Lennon things, little John Lennon. She sort of goes, All right, guys. And she's got a fake Manchester accent. <laughs> and she's been on tour with Oasis for five years, <laughs> doing like the sound and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and then, so so we drop into this and we've got this mission to go and rob this um, fucking um, stately home, this old castle. We go in to do it. And the next thing, our characters, the same people, so the same characters, but in 1761. And we just appear in, and we're in the fucking coach driving to this castle, the four of us. We, we, we've got to do this mission in 1761 rather than like modern day kind of cast us back in time then we're in the middle of this mission we're like and now we're in and Henry and then Patrick's DMing it and then he says something and then Jamie goes the four of you are in a coach and he switched GMs mid-game so it went from Patrick GMing to Jamie DMing it and he GMed it and we were the four characters from the the the, uh, Le Noir we were the four that you guys are playing now, and we were them in this coach, Dude, into the same place at the same time as our changeling characters were there, and we could see our own changeling characters in the background. Fucking hell! Yeah. I, oh, lo- I, lo- we- I love a lot of cross pollination. It was unbelievable. Game, yeah, it was. So we played the miser, the orphan, the um, peasant, the, and the peasant. Yeah, yeah. Squire. We played four characters again. Yeah, and you're like, it was literally like. 
That sounds awesome. It was yeah, fucking unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And then we carried on playing and then we get this bit. So so we get to the end of it and then the next week we do the same thing. Patrick's playing as a changeling and then halfway through it switches to Jamie running the, the, the culture noir. And then at the end of that, we each get this letter and that letter goes, you need to be at the new city of York September 2001 which is the date that our original vampire finished on the fuck so you end up with those four characters then having to be at the World Trade Center the date gets brought down on the same day that's the last date of our original vampire game what the fuck that is mental I literally have my head in my hands like what the (laughs) Oh man, tell oh I tell you what. Some proper fucking meta plots going on. I'm jealous of that game, but I also don't think I'd be able to keep up with it. Oh mate, it's unbelievable. And like so the last game we did, there's a there's a bit where Talia now is in 16 something and they're doing this play and she's had to build the stage. And the stage in the middle of the stage is this elephant god, and that elephant god is a character that was in the original Vampire and Masquerade game that we played, who ran the island, called the Elephant Prince of Lotus Eater, and he's like the main thing on the stage. Okay, now that's meant. Yeah, I, I set it up that, like, every every time we started to get say, uh, night falls, um, all you can hear is the barking of dogs and the hissing of snakes. So the first thing I did was, I, I, I was dropping in, so I was like, yeah, yeah, somebody go and build me one of those, uh, I, need, I need a mechanical dog. Someone get me a mechanical dog. And then I was walking around with like a mechanical snake. And when the players walked into the tent for the first time to see this thing, I said, you walk into the tent. And, and Patrick said, they walk into the tent, describe what they see. Talia said, you see in the middle of the stage, a huge figure of a elephant god with a beautiful human face. And behind him, you can hear the barking of dogs, <laughs> hissing of snakes. Ah. And they were all like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was so sick. That's awesome. Yeah, it was just like uh, self self fulfilling prophecies, you know what I mean? That's sick. That's yeah. a cool group you got there with just messing around with yeah, each other like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FO. And and this weekend playing trial by dice will be the first time that we've all been in the room together. No That's way. As well. That's yeah, mental yeah, so, as well. Yeah, Patrick Patrick's flown over from Sweden and then obviously Jamie and James have come down from the northeast. Henry's come up from down in Birmingham and then Toby's coming over from Manchester. That's been that's mad yeah, that you've so. not been in a room together. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. You don't talk about mothership or out or are you, are you not fancying mothership? Yeah, you can do. It depends how much you guys want to talk about role playing on your on your little war games podcast. Is that what it's up to it's your it's your you're our special guest, mate. Yeah. How are you finding running it? Are you enjoying it? Mothership. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love it, mate. I'm gonna be fucking stop playing for some reason. Yeah, I guess did Dave have like a baby or something? I think Dave might have had a baby. He's not mentioned it. <laughs> no, like. I haven't mentioned it. Has I it? don't think he's very busy. He's not got much on no, him. No, no. He never goes on about how much he's doing. I love that. He never goes on about how much he's doing, but also loves a Pokemon tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does love Pokemon. Pokemon tournament, but not to hang around with his mates. Yeah, sound that. <laughs> yeah, we could do it getting that kicked off again, couldn't we? Because we got, we got to a fucking crucial point on that. You, Literally. You, yeah. See, I... I what do you want to do about where you are on that, Connor? Do you want to role play that in public? I think we should. I think that'd be cool to role play you and Maggie. Okay. Cat. 
I don't think you would, but if you want to do that, you can do that. And and show that you're going to work behind the back. Oh, what? I think that'd be really good to role play. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll fuck it. Let's do that. Then. What in person or? Yeah, yeah, in the game. Yeah, with you lot listening. Yeah. All oh, right. So you're so we'll know what he's up to. So your play, your players wouldn't know, but you'd know as players what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I'll do that. Right. Okay. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's. I mean, that would be able to deal with that. So, so what? What are we talking about here, buddy? So, Whatever you want, mate. No, I mean, I mean, like, so explain a little bit because this is this is we got to a certain point in the game and it was like, oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, he was running Connor. Uh... Connor's character. So what is Mothership? I don't think we've even talked about Mothership, I think. We tried, but we couldn't really. It's, it's a bit of a weird one to try and describe, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. Mothership's basically is the role-playing game of alien, um, life force. Um, Event Horizon. Yeah, Event Horizon. That kind of, the thing even, you know. yeah. That, yeah. Terror, terror from beyond, beyond, beyond Earth. Um, yeah, beyond the stars. You, you know, you you sort of play the way we, we've done it is you kind of play space truckers, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're you're kind of transporting shit around the galaxy, and you just come across something that, you know, piques your interest. You think you can make money out of, and um, things start going wrong on your ship. You all start hallucinating and. Having weird dreams, and uh, just you trying to unfold the mystery, I guess, isn't it? And yeah, it's got a great mechanic in the game, like a fear mechanic and a stress mechanic. That as your players interact with the with the with the story, you get stressed or you get frightened or scared or whatever, and your player sort of starts to lose your character starts to lose control of their ability to react. In a sort of rational way, I guess. Like a little bit like Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I kind of guess that's the that's the basic n- narrative of it, isn't it? Is that you're yeah. sort of these people who are operating in a, in a world where there's more to it than they maybe realise. Yeah. And and I'll be honest, guys. You know, I'm the kind of GM that sits down and goes. I'm going to write a little intro story. And I write that intro story and I go, that's all I've got. I'll yeah, just see yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll just make it up and you guys think there's a big plan and there's not. And it's just me going, oh, that'd be cool if we do that. Yeah. We are fucking mental as well. Like, we just, yeah, yeah, fucking, totally. We just interact yeah. with everything and like, not everything, but like, we, I don't know, I feel like we just go on tangents like all the time. Like, we do nothing in any session, but like, also argue. do every session. <laughs> yeah. But we I, always I argue amongst our characters though, which is always funny. I wanted to make it so it was a total open sandbox. You can do what you want. It is. It's almost too much like that. So we're just stuck in one room talking to some fucking French dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, Reg. Fun. Reg. Yeah. <clears throat> Get obsessed with Reg. He's a fucking yeah. knob, Reg. Fucking love yeah, Reg. He's a knob. <laughs> I fucking knew he was a knob. You all were fucking sucking him off. No, nah, he's he's a knob, but he's a cool knob. No, nah, he ain't. What are they called? Fucksters. <laughs> Fucksters. <laughs> what, are they, what are that fuckster one? I was like buzzing off that. <laughs> no, I, I think it's just a really good system. Real simple. I just kick-started the uh, second edition, the proper proper edition, because this is obviously like 
fuck you buy it for like eight quid or whatever from oh okay the little handbook the little a5 handbook he's just like fucking pence really there's not a lot it's on like, like two pages not dead detailed rules you just kind of have to roll with it yeah yeah no it doesn't say it suits us it, I think. yeah 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 and i just sort of fucking style it out because i can't write a game with you lot because it's pointless <laughs> Oops. Do you know what I mean? There's no point. There's literally yeah, no point yeah. in going right. This is what the game's going to be because then you'll go, oh, do you know that fellow that we met 25 minutes ago? Yeah, yeah. We better make the game about him. And I, <laughs> oh, right. I better make. I better make a story up about him then. That that fellow that was just like a <laughs> offhanded comment that it was a guy there in like a checkered shirt and and cowboy boots, and you think he must be like the main character, and he's just like a psycho like you get into Twin Peaks you know just an oddity yeah. <laughs> you like become fucking obsessed with him and now he has to become the, the main function of the game like Dave going to get dude what the fuck have his circuitry have his circuitry uh, was that all uh, on the fly it was mental yeah of course it was I had fucking oh. no idea Dave was ready to give it all up and fucking chill with that dude I swear it was, yeah. Yeah. It was mental yeah. that I was just like oh fucking hell I have to have some weird computer dude who, who <laughs> Androids. So that's why I started, for, and, and you know, that's why I was like throwing in all the stuff about you know the name of the spaceship keep coming up again and everything. To you like there, Big Joe? <laughs> I like there, Big Joe. <laughs> yeah, Scouse Pirates. Scouse Pirates. <laughs> Brilliant. No, it's fun. It's really good. I really yeah, enjoy. I'm excited to see where it goes with all the fucking. Double crossing that's inevitably inevitably gonna happen. Yeah. There's a lot I've going got, on already. Yeah. yeah, there is. There was a lot. Like when 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 I wrote when I wrote the original like intro story or whatever, I kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do with it, you know, and I didn't want it to be, which I, I guess a lot of those games come into where it basically just becomes alien. Yeah, where, it's an easy trap to I, fall into, isn't it? Yeah, totally. I know I didn't want it to become that, I wanted it to be something different. Yeah, it's but got more of a is, 2000 AD vibe for me. It's definitely got yeah. that that late 80s, early 90s 2000 yeah. AD vibe. I think that it's always going to do. I, I think it's always going to happen when us lot get together. Because I think it's mostly because like it's. I, I don't know if this is going to sound a bit like up our own asses, but we don't like. I feel like we don't need to interact with the world as much as a lot of people do. Probably we can interact with each other to still make it like a weird game by just like yeah. arguing amongst ourselves in character kind of yeah. thing. We I don't mean, need the, think... we don't need the aliens to cause a drama. We can no, just fucking... you, yeah, you could yeah, you could cause a drama. That's what that's what I mean though. So I feel like it doesn't need to like um, fucking descend, like go down that route because we we can no. just cause chaos in our own ranks kind of thing. I mean, you nearly you nearly like you nearly blew exactly ship yeah. in the first like five minutes. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I, we didn't even, we did it for like nothing as well. Like I don't. JCB was literally about to launch a grenade into the yeah into the cockpit. Because he failed so many stress rolls. And just having him, do, having him doing like flashbacks to being in like fucking yeah war somewhere. And yeah, I was tra- I was straight ready for, for you to call it in like ten minutes, and I was like, yeah, yeah. fair, whatever. I was I was expecting that to happen. Yeah, I was expecting that game to end like real fast. <laughs> like, we're all just going to blow this up now. And yeah. then the alarms started going off, and everyone started failing the panic tests. I, honestly, I was like. My anxiety was going bonkers. I text you, then I bought it, said, this is yeah. mental. It's amazing. That's probably <laughs> one of the most, like, out of control gonzo bits. That was mental. That, that I've ever done, yeah. That was mad. It was, it was so it good. Was crazy. 
It really was like, yeah, it was unbelievable. All just feeding off each other. Yeah, just it's good as well. Each other over the thing. It was like I screamed at JCB, come on, Marine! <laughs> you know. <laughs> that could have gone really wrong, though, couldn't it? Because we had to roll yeah. for what had happened on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because totally. like, I didn't know at the time, and then like, make a roll, I was like, oh, God, what's going on here? Nah, it's great. It's really good, really fun. I advise anyone to pick that up for how cheap it is and stuff. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Really good. But obviously, it depends on that, as all these things do, the people you play it with. Same as yeah, playing yeah. a game or whatever. Just don't play it with Nazis. Yeah. You're going to run Call of Cthulhu for us, aren't you, Paolo? Again? Yeah, um, Me, JCB? It's going to have to be um, real. Um, seventh, I'm going to try some 7th edition, mate. We're going to okay. do um, the proper 7th edition starter mission. So it'll be me running it. Connor and Bordy have played it, so you and JCB are going to have a go. Um, and just see how you get on with, you know, like a pre-gen character and play through the box. But it might yeah, be yeah. quite decent. I want that one in real life. Hmm? On a proper table or in a virtual room? I, rec- I reckon we could, well, if we can get him around the table, then we could do it around the table. And we'll do I that so. um, Warhammer thing as well. Just get me, you, JCB and Connor, and we'll, t- we'll push that Warhammer but start set. Right do you remember the- Ager? Does anyone it- remember Ager? It's David Ager. No, David, he's got a kid. Has he had a baby? Is, he? <laughs> is, is his kid a Pokemon? Because that's all he ever talks about. I just gave birth to a Geodude or something. Poor Andrew, I'm having a fuck with Dave. <laughs> I can't wait to see him on Sunday, though. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Is he coming? Well, oh, he said he. Yeah, well. Yeah. You bet I'll be because he's got to do that little talk at the start. Yeah. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I thought that. The David Ager introduction stomp. Yeah. So good. Intro yeah, book. <laughs> yeah, he does it really well, doesn't he? Oh, God, I forgot. Oh, we're going we're gonna to have to stand around and fucking do nothing for fucking hours again. Listen to people. Why do we do that? Are you, are you playing Paolo? No, I'm fucking wandering around with you, I think. Unless oh, you need God. a ringer to sit in for one of the games. Did you play the last couple of times? Uh, I, I only went to the first one. The second one was on holiday, but I played the first oh, one with okay. Aiden and uh, your Sam. I was yeah. Jamie DMing, which was literally oh, really? fucking well. That, yeah. I mean, I'll sing one that I've never game. It was oh, well, I was jumping on that. Yeah, it was top. It was top. Hey, what, Aiden and Sam Green and Jamie? No, Sam yeah. Mack. Sam Mack? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah, Connor's. Um, Connor's Sam. Connor's Sam, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was him and Naden come down in the car with us, so there's us three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Max and then Jamie. Right, right. Fucking, yeah, what a game oh, that was. It's a good table, that. Fuck yeah. Mm. It was well good, well good. What a random table. Mm. I, just, it's, I love that. that. That's the best thing about Try by Dice, is the weird fucking tables, man. Yeah. yeah. But, but, like, some of them, I'm like, I well want to be on that. Like, yeah, and there's yeah. a couple of us where I was, like, buzzing to be on them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just brings loads that's, of that's people together, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah people invited, who never get to play together. Yeah. I invited that Tony Cottrell guy. I think he's coming down as well. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you, boys. Yeah. God. Fucking hell. I'll stick him on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles table. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Anything else you want from me, boys? I don't think so. 
And that's it. I think that is it, mate. My fucking battery's about to die. Uh, I fucking rate it. That, that was literally supposed to be like a like an hour. So that works out well. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You should, come on like a, you should come on like a proper Middle Earth crisis once we've played Warhammer. Yeah. And see your thoughts on it and stuff as a, as like a, what what would you say? Not new, but it's like a, a reintroduced uh, like fucking war game dude or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see what you're saying about it. I reckon you'll All fucking right. love it, to be fair. All right, we'll do that. Right then, Paolo. Well, I'm going to go. Sal, mate. Thanks for I'm coming go on, mate. I've got to go to the office. I have to print some stuff off. Yeah, I've got to go print some stuff off for Trial by Dice. Are you going into the office? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can print it all off while no one's there. Fuck me, man. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. drive safely, mate. Fucking hell, it's late. Right. It's not late, mate. And that's just the... <laughs> Absolute madman. Right, Come in, Tim. Catch you later, mate.